Oh, Primal Scream. You listen to Russell Brand on Six Music. I'm here with Matt Morgan. He's in charge of the buttons, even though now he's looking at them all baffled like a drunk ship's captain on that Exxon Valdez. Oh, no. I'm not drunk in the slightest. I'm not saying you're drunk. Those it was a simile like a drunken sea captain. There's a small problem over here with the max. Well, I'm glad you've resolved it. Also here is Trevor Cocky-Locky. Are you all right, Trev? Yes, I'm very well. What are you so well about, Trev? Well, you know, I'm feeling happier than I have done for about a week. Mm, why? I wonder why? wonder why you're feeling so happy. I think it's a change in the weather. And? Also, and? Well, and, I, and I found the Italian Cocky girls. You found the Italian girls? Yeah, they Oh, that's up. good. Where, where were they? Well, they were there all along. In bags just... somewhere in the Thames <laughs> estuary, all lopped up and chopped up. No, they've been out with boys, you know. I think mm. happen. It does happen. Yeah. Any other reasons you're cheerful? Trevor Cuckalucky! Uh, let's think. Betraying your friends! Oh yeah, I've got a new computer. Betraying <laughs> your friends! <laughs> Trevor's been romping around London, putting me in Max Birds! Yeah, I, I don't know what sort of epoch you live in where a man can't be friends with a woman. What in a, that, that epoch! The epoch where a man can't be friends with a woman! Also... That's the epoch! You've got French, a dirty French mind. kissing. He's French kissing is not in an the, act of friendship. In the USA? Trip. The French are people that are bore friendship. That's why fraternity was eventually removed one on the cheek, from that one revolution. On the other cheek. That's how the French do it. The Italians tend to go Trevor, just one on one. Stealing our women. Just, so called cool. decent human being snogging his way around London. Start some sort of, sort of tribal king, some Zulu chief. Ain't uh, No. Trevor, are you ashamed? I'm not ashamed. I have nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah, well, we'll discuss this like over the course of the show. Um, you know. Yeah, if I, that gentleman I, I is a raffle the, the gentleman cat burglar. Mop up the floor! <laughs> Make it sound like you're <laughs> well, cleaning I mean, the bowl! There are broken-hearted women all over the nightclubs of London after you guys have been out. Oh, come along. I right, okay, it'll be a nice show today, right? We've got Trev's challenge. Perhaps Trev's challenge this week could be observing a code of honour among friends. <laughs> uh, we've got Matt's cultural review. Matt reviewed something cultural. We won't want to spoil the surprise by telling him what it is. He thinks that it's like some sort of whodunit, don't you? <laughs> no, classical music. <laughs> Classical, this musical standard test of time. Trev's got a sonic enigma, naturally. Uh, and, um, well, so, oh, we're talking about homes and stuff like that, aren't we? Like places we've lived in Former the past. Residences. Former residences. I, for example. Matthew, what are you, what's the matter? This sounds all bassy. Stop worrying sounds... about it. Just get on with the show. Like things sound sounds a bit bassy. Right. Who cares? Barry White. Stop <laughs> worrying about it. Nice to sound like Barry White. Nice to drag his jangling bones. Funny to think that there's a normal sized skeleton dropped in him. There's not. What? Do yeah. people's skeletons grow? Absolutely. Barry White's dead. Oh, you Barry fool. White had a great big giant yeah, skeleton. Of course he did. He was big boned. That was the whole problem with him. Oh, that yeah, poor man. He was. Michael Jackson I laughed at him. him. What? Michael Jackson wanted to bite his skeleton? Yeah. Mainly, nice. mainly for the marrow. Yeah. Nice. Delicious. I don't know why dogs are always on about marrow bone like have they always had, were. Have you not had marrow? Dogs. No, I'm a vegetarian. They're always on about it. They? Oh, it's got delicious marrow bone in it. Dogs are always on They're about always it. They're always on about it. Delicious marrow this bone. This is the latest thing. He thinks he can communicate with the canine community. I can communicate with the canine community. <laughs> in what way? He kicks Just go, you're right. When he sees them on the street. Give him a little nudge. Put a little jacket on him. See how they are. So I'll tell you, right, if we're talking about homes and stuff like that, I'll tell you how Omar used to bloody well live in. Home for <laughs> recovering drug addicts. Awful it was. Oh, no, treatment centre. I'll tell you about that later. Lots of things happened there. Um, but when I was like, uh, I think I was 20 or 19 or something. I lived Is this the living above a pub story? No, I won't tell you that yet. That's no, a bloody good story. Oh, those living above pub stories. I used to live with Simone Nylander. And oh, if you don't she? know who she is, she's the girl that goes, Roland, at a Grange Hill. Remember her? Roland, do that thing, what, Roland. Why did you live with her? She's going out of her. 
You were going out with her? She, out she must have been an older woman. She grew up really dead beautiful old Roland girl. Uh-huh. Really beautiful. How and many uh, years older than you was she? Probably two years older. Really very attractive. She was. Uh, I think she said that uh, her family were princes and kings or something from like Ghana. That was a line, wasn't it? No, but... He fell she, for that. I probably did. was true. She go, she, I think they were. They seemed to have loads of money from somewhere. Right, and then like, I went round her house and like, uh, but in them days, remember, I weren't as cultured as I am now. She, I goes, can't move in here. I've got nowhere else to live. She went, yeah, right. So I went and lived there and uh, I remember one time, what was I doing? I did something that displeased her. I think I was like cutting my toenails or picking my nose or some such natural ablution a man is likely to carry table. out. I was, I was, you know, it weren't no food was being prepared in the area. She made me move out, threw all of them, probably put all my clothes in bin bags for that, and threw them out the window. Yeah. You know, like that, like in a sitcom, if someone yeah, gets yeah. thrown out, that happened. I was like, well, I stood outside watching bin bags <laughs> full of clothes sailing out of a window, thinking this is like an episode of Brush Strokes. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Okay, um, right, so, yeah, if you want to tell us some story about your life, why don't you uh, text us on 64046, that's the text that's number, ain't well it? Done. Or you can email us, I'm not going to even attempt to say that email address, but if we've got a lot of dots in it and my name and the word BBC somewhere along the line. It's up to you, really, just join in. Later on, we're going to have Trevor's Sonic Enigma, Trevor's Sonic Enigma. Well, it's enigmatic, isn't it, your sonar experiment? Literally, it's a, yeah. It's literally, <laughs> literally enigmatic. What an odd thing to literally be can we ever literally be enigmatic also i don't know let's try and you know there's us lot really get together and bond after a, trevor's drawn a bloody driven a wedge between us i ain't driven no wedge with between his anyone. Phallus. You've, you've got chasing his dinkle around london there's, there's like lots a of randy st bernard there's lots of women in the city unbelievable to wide you have to go for i yeah. don't know why where'd you get this from yeah i live a lonely do one of them bams on aesthetic him. Life. Bam him! No, hang on, I want to hear what he's saying. A lonely aesthetic life. No. What's I'm aesthetic a... about your life? Look no, at the shirt you're it's wearing. An... Asthmatic. If it's asthmatic. That shirt you're wearing, <laughs> if I saw that line in a dog's bed, I'd have the dog put to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> right, this is an email here from Brandy. Brandy goes, Russell, Matt and Trevor. When I was a kid, my family moved down south in the US. Where it's hot most of the time, the bugs down there were huge, the mosquitoes were so big, I thought they were flying daddy long legs. How horrifying as a kid to think you've just moved to a place where they have flying spiders. I didn't want to go outside. <laughs> I love your radio show. Tell America, please. That's from Brandy. Brandy, we will tell America. But first, to conquer the United Kingdom. Hello, says Roof. Oh no. Hello, says Roof. My mate Barry. I can't, you know, who knows what Roof's like? It's probably not like that, I well, imagine. I think I've captured the essence of Roof. And let's think of this as a German expressionistic email that I'm reading out. As long as you get the idea of Roof, you're all right. When I used to do that, I used to get ribbed for you it. Did, you did, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, did you get ribbed? No, I got ribbed. ribbed. I got ribbed for it. I got ribbed. <laughs> I got ribbed. Someone ribbed me. <laughs> I was standing outside in the garden, someone touched me on a rib. <laughs> You My mate Barry, what, Trev? What yeah, is it now? I, just think, I mean, I did it. It's been you ten know. minutes since you've had it off with one of our girlfriends. Oh, you getting bored. <laughs> My mate Barry, says Ruth, lived in Ockenden near the wreck at the same time as Russell claims to have been a postman. Oh, that claimed to have been a postman. Same time Russell claims to have been a postman. You weren't a very good postman. Maybe it means that. 
Oh, right, so it's like yeah. really regard the ethos of the postal Postman worker. stroke thief. Yeah, I was a, I was a gentleman postman. I had an, my ideology was out. So I was a maverick, but by God, I got the job done. By the end of the morning, <laughs> didn't get the job that done, sack that was, was empty. It was empty. People Some... hadn't really got many letters. There's a lot of disappointment being distributed around Dockington. the purpose of that job is to empty a sack. They should just be called oh, sack empties, really. Sack empties. <laughs> just tip it in a ditch. Right, these sacks need emptying, boys. Tipping in a ditch. So anyway, my mate uh, Barry lived in Knockington near the wreck, same time Russell claimed to have been a postman in the area. In fact, it would have been the exact same time that Barry's Morrissey tickets didn't turn up in the post. Uh. So as well as being a scab, you robbed Barry of his happiness. Shame on you. <laughs> Did you? I didn't nickname Morrissey that tickets. That would be an amazing coincidence if that really was. It would be great, wouldn't it? But yeah. actually, I didn't nickname Morrissey tickets. You don't know that. I bet you just threw them in the bin. You probably just felt them up. And did thought, you always oh, this, like Morrissey? A, yeah. I did like Morrissey. I would have had I come across Morrissey tickets, I would have stolen. If I'd have known Barry's Morrissey tickets were in that sack, I'd have had them. Did you but open every single letter? I bet you didn't. No, I bet you didn't. felt them up and just put the boring ones up. in the bin. I sit on a park bench, just like opening letters, eating my sandwiches, wearing brogues that were too tight, skidding about in the ice. It was ridiculous. I'm, well, I didn't have many shoes. I just thought I'd wear these brogues. But why were they nice. too tight? Because they were bound up. Like, you know them Japanese women, how they swaddle their feet in the oh, olden I days? Oh, yeah, that was I the look was back then, it. was it? Yeah. I was into that. I just thought, I'm going to inhibit the growth of these little buggers. <laughs> one way or another. Um, this is one battle I'm not prepared to lose. So, travel Rock, have you lived in some interesting places? Oh, I have, Russell Don't you, Brown. only I may sing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where have you lived, darling? I lived in Floor. You lived in the floor. No, in floor. Come on, Trev, be honest. You lived in a cellar because it suited your lifestyle <laughs> of daytime self-abuse. I used to be a little mouse. I lived in a hole behind the skirting board. Yeah, behind the skirting yeah. Okay. Oh, come, come on, on then. Trev. Tell us about this place, floor you lived well, in. Well, I lived in floor, yeah, which is a village. Yeah, and... lived in floor, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. You're hearing me, guy. Yeah, I lived in floor. I lived there. One of my earliest memories is of when the plumber fell through the ceiling. Why do things always fall through the ceiling in your life, Trevor? When it's not this boot plunging through a, a skylight... Ridiculous. Yeah, I think I'm chicken licking. I've, I'll tell you what, Trevor, if it were chicken you'd been licking, there wouldn't be such antipathy in this studio. <laughs> <laughs> so go on, why, what, go on. Don't lick oh, your fingers, a, like finger licking good. He just made the KFC, other chickens are available, finger licking good sign just then. Well, you dirty little devil. I don't think his special <laughs> secret recipe is what you've been sapping on, you filthy little article. Well, you silly boy, you're spoiling the tone of your show. How am I? You're spoiling the tone of our lives around oh, pages around like Warren Beatty. Come on in, Trev. Tell us this thing. You lived in a floor. You I lived, lived in, a, in floor. a village. I lived in a bungalow, which is, you know, and, and one day the plumber came around. He had to go up into the roof. Of course he did. Where and, else is he going to put the plumber? And, Don't uh, have him mucking around he was in the bathroom, doing stuff wasting there. his life. <laughs> I was only little. I was, I was about three. And then all of a sudden there was a commotion. Uh -oh. And then, you know, these legs came through the ceiling. Trevor, I don't believe you. He I wasn't, don't believe he wasn't that all these boots. stories have got legs coming through the, the ceiling. He was wearing shoes and he just came through. <laughs> he was wearing shoes. Oh, that corroborates it. <laughs> oh, shoes, you say. No one could possibly have sufficient imagination to imagine that on the end of a plumber's leg there would be a shoe it simply must be truth it and simply I, must be gospel i remember he came through and S sammy the cat was having some sammy food. the cat did you have did he have a voice because trevor of course used to give all of his childhood no, pets his voices whole didn't he did. I, whole family they all conspired to give them voices how did sammy the cat talk to be honest it wasn't until 1985 and the arrival of bessie that we started giving pets uh, bessie was the inaugural yeah. dog voice pet was yeah, she yeah because sammy was a cat we didn't give cats uh, voices how do you think she would have spoke though trevor if she did have a voice um, she probably would have spoken like this why because she she'd been abused <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Trevor, no one goes, it wasn't until 1985 when Bessie arrived. I just went like that. remembers the year that Stanley Pets arrived? I do. And how did Bessie arrive? Well, she arrived in a... Bessie's li- debut album was a great breakthrough. <laughs> <laughs> we were all disappointed with her follow-up. Can't we have some ding-dings? We thought it was lazy and derivative. <laughs> She was, she was lovely. She nibbled a hole in my trousers. That's why we chose Oh, Bessie. Yeah. Look, 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 look the meandering not the plumber. story. Meandered a, off. At the moment, there's a plumber's legs hanging out. Dangling through. There's, there's a cat there's a eating talking some dinner. Cat, a dog that arrived in 1985. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Nothing is wrong with me. Only well, in your mind are these absurd. Only in your mind. Trevor, people are listening to this. Text the plumber. There's something wrong with that lady. The plumber. Fell through the ceiling of the kitchen, landed well, on some. bungalow. What's he even doing in the roof? That's a, it goes against everything bungalows stand that's for. That's where the bungalows have roofs, don't they? And that's where the, took the boiler, boiler was or something. And anyway, he fell <laughs> through something. I don't know, something that people plumb, and he come, he came through, it made a big commotion, yeah. and then <laughs> I can remember running into the kitchen and saying, Mummy, what had happened? Something like that. And yeah. then you were <laughs> Mummy, free. Mummy, what had happened? Mummy, <laughs> what had happened? <laughs> something like well, that. There was a, there was a bit of a time of... slip in well, the lockdown. What had happened? Why was young? Why I haven't learned about, about the past tense of uh, language yet. So no, you were she, free. You're, now you're, you're living running and asking people what's going on. In the past tense. What a three-year-old were you? Mummy, what will happen just then? Mummy, what was that? Yesterday stinks like bacon, Mum, and tomorrow's all over my finger. He wasn't anywhere to be seen. I said, <laughs> "Where's that plumber?" Because like we didn't get many men in the house, so it was it was I'm interesting for me. Drew away by you <laughs> sprinting around asking baffling, perplexing, enigmatic questions. We didn't get many men in the house. Time. We didn't have visitors. It was what a, it, men in the house for? Trevor, was it a bordello? <laughs> What exactly was going on in that place? We didn't have visitors. It was a the Lock family rubdown. Get yourself <laughs> soaked and finished off. Dangle through the ceiling. Have your little legs wiggling through the ceiling while Trevor and his family scurry around like feeding gerbils around a water bottle. You'll turn on a <laughs> you'll turn on a sixpence to bring anything round to sex you. An innocent conversation in a pub. A, 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 an innocent lift home for a girl. A an innocent exploitation of a resource man. You and I worked very hard to build up. Oh dear, oh dear. Anyway, I said to her, where is he? And she said, he fell through the ceiling. He's disappeared. I think he's embarrassed. <laughs> he's embarrassed? Because I think she An said... embarrassed plumber? Because apparently, she no, this is what she told me. Well, she so said, he just ran off all covered in oh, plaster. Listen, listen. And behind a bush. <laughs> right, I'm, I'll never live this down. <laughs> this is that three-year-old child and a talking cat saw this. I'm off. This... I better explain this to him yesterday. <laughs> the cat didn't talk then. Listen, I. this is why it's stuck in my memory, because she told me... I think he's gone off to have a jolly good swear somewhere. A jolly good swear? Yeah. What did you think that meant? I, I just pictured him going behind a bush and saying all these swear words. You pictured that, did you? In your yes, little three-year-old mind? Yeah, and then he came back and he plastered it up. He plastered it right up. He's a plumber. Yeah, I know. Plaster. What was he doing plastering It must have been for? quite bad. He I got called a scab for doing less than that. What's he doing stepping on plasterer's toes, this plumber in your house? Well, he had to. He, he's the one who made the hole. Did it look right or did he use copper and pu- plumbing material? It didn't look good. Was there a big load of pipes For years, out. until we moved like out. like the tin man's appendages. <laughs> until we moved out, you could still see the hole. And I, I grew up looking up there thinking, oh, yeah, that was the day the plumber Thinking one day, I'll reach the heights. I'll be a radio star one day. And Trevor, you may yet achieve greatness. Not on this show, though, where you seem to be bound to mediocrity. Well, bound to you, anyway, aren't you? Oh, you spiteful oh, hello. Well, you bring oh. everything down to sex, don't you? It's the, true. The you don't bring down to sex, you go up to sex. That is the apex of existence. No, what it isn't. What else is there, it Trevor? Isn't. It isn't. 
You've got you. You live in an inverted triangle. You do. I do not. You do. Don't you say I live in an inverted triangle. <laughs> no, I went to his oh, house yesterday. You've confused the monkey it was with the nice angel. It's a lovely little terrace. <laughs> <laughs> an inverted triangle. Yeah. I'm not Wizbit. Look. You better grip. <laughs> you better get a grip for yourself, young man. <laughs> Oh dear! Look, look, look. What is it? Trent? Look, I'm saying all everything. All animals have sexual intercourse. Okay. Yeah, but, with you, most of them. But the, angel, the angels don't. They they they're what, asexual. Probably the, the angels are there asexual. Aren't any angels. There aren't any angels. The angels are asexual. William Blake saw angels in a tree in yeah, Peckham. He was on drugs. He, he wasn't was on drugs. He was trim. six years old. Well, <laughs> more's the pity. He should have waited till he was twelve. William Blake, mate, is not a, like he's. Poet genius and everything. Exactly. It's not, it's not like he's just keeping a log of things he sees. Went down to Peckham Rye earlier. Trees are full of angels. He's a poet. He's the last person you can trust. He if, was a child and then. He wasn't a poet then. That was not a poetic. He was a child poet. He now, wasn't. Of course he was. He, was, he wrote Twinkle he had Twinkle. Visions oh, when he was he a out loud. Trevor, if you let a poet visionary but get involved in the world of prag pragmatism, what happens is Nazi Germany. Hitler was an artist who rose to power, and what happens is people get killed Trevor don't bring Hitler back into I this I will bring Hitler into this that is, I mean, is that why, that's why you're a vegetarian in. isn't it Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Not. I don't even yeah, What not. would Hitler do in this exactly. situation? He would eat. He would eat the mm. vegetarian option. What would Hitler do if he was off work for a few weeks and needed an excuse? I will do the AIDS lie. Have you um, ever seen Hitler's paintings? Yeah, they're all right, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, Although please. what he'd done was bad, not his paintings. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying his paintings. No, I'm just saying. Like, someone's listening to this and thinking, well, that Holocaust was a bit out of order. Do you know what I mean? And I thought qualify that. Yeah. Make sure people but know. But the paintings of horses and stuff. They're fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to do a paint of a horse, just don't do an holocaust. Yeah, that's Horses, what I, yes, I holocaust, no. None more. Right, okay, should we listen to Michael Jackson when he were a lad himself, eh? Before all the nonsense and then brothers that. of his. Hmm? What? Just imagine that. Yeah, him imagine being it. a lad. Nice, wasn't he? He was a lovely Looking little lad. Was you could see day. him embodying genius as a child. If you've seen that footage of him in black and white, all dancing around just yeah. before, you just think, fuck, and joy. Me. He, he embodies genius. That's it close. was joy, wasn't it? Yeah. What, what's the matter, Trev? Nothing's the matter, It mate. brings joy, you it, say. I'm just saying, it was, it was embodying joyful. joy. Yes, it was joyful. Much. Have you heard of Michael Jackson, Trev? Oh, yeah, of course I have. I'm yeah. a big fan of him. Popular singer. Yeah. yeah. I like him. Trevor, you dwell in Neverland, psychologically. Yeah, well, Peter, Bjorn and John with their record, what girls called young folks, it's called that. Before that was the news, which you may have noticed was interrupted, I believe, by the Paddingtons. That is because Trevor Locke strayed into the buttons area of the studio and started tampering with them. Trevor said, we don't need news, things that have just happened do not interest me, and said, I'll rather listen to one of my hit LPs. No, it was an experiment. I wanted to put a bed of music underneath the news. I didn't mean to drown it out completely. Very, very, it's a terrible way to conduct yourself, may I say, Never Trev. touch my buttons again, Trev. Don't touch boys' All buttons. All my women, all girlfriends! What about your fly buttons, Matthew? No, oh, Christ! Especially those. Oh. Here, we've got some, we now have got some uh, good email. Trevor just got a text message on his phone saying, eat your fudge, turn your phone off. So people out there have just got Trev's phone number. He gave it out on air once, and now you know he gets things like that. Yeah. Trevor, you look you look like um, you're like you look all power and hyperglycemic. Perhaps you ought to eat some sugar in some form. What form, perhaps? Do you think fudge? Uh, fudge! Eat some fudge, Trev. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you be sarcastic, you little. <laughs> you couldn't even think of a thing that I was. I could think of about nine, but they would all have got me sacked. Dear gang, says 
Uh, Andy Grimes from Leighton Buzzard. That's good to be called Andy Grimes. I like that. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah. Because that's that bloke out of The Simpsons. Who he should have a gang. In. Andy Grimes gang. Andy Grimes, I've got a good gang. Hear the song that we all sing. Andy Grimes, Andy Grimes, stop penalising us for being different. <laughs> so, uh, dear gang, says Andy Grimes. I lived in a shared house for three years and I had to live in the box room. It was so small that I once had to ask my housemate to leave the room because I wanted to open the wardrobe. But what was in the wardrobe, Andy? Be honest. Also, it had spongy textured wallpaper so blue tack wouldn't stick to it. I know that wallpaper. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah that's annoying. annoying. And then it's it a little pins. greasy like, little mark where the blue tack a bit. Oh, God. Other blue oh, sticky God. things are available. Are, Most of them come that's out of Trevor. That's not true, though. And my OG, yes, they are. There's Bostick do one. Uh, Other uh, blues are available. Well, Don't apart use from them those for wrong. Don't use either. them for Trev's evil, vile recreation. Blue tack, is, that's not a brand name anymore. Yeah, that's it, is. it is. Blue it tack is. That's like Hoover. It's just ubiquitous. It's ubiquitous. Yeah, but blue tack, it puts them in an advantageous position. Against what? Bosto tack. That's what. And red glob. <laughs> and yellow sticky things. Right, so this fella, anyway, he couldn't... Andy. And the Grams! He couldn't uh, stick things to his wall because of that daft wallpaper of his. And his ocean colour scene poster would always fall on his head and startle me when I was asleep, he says. It is startling if something falls on your head when yeah. you're asleep. Yeah, I, once a bookshelf fell on me when I was asleep and I woke up screaming. I don't blame it, Trevor. <laughs> After the abominable crimes we've done against this show. What about when we were in the flotation tanks and he was going, I was in bliss! We had me and Matt and Trevor on a flotation tank. Trevor goes, I was in bliss! I was in bliss! And a water jet sprayed in my face as if he'd been sexually abused by that flotation tank. Well, Bless him. in a manner of speaking. Do yeah. you remember when you lived above a church? Yeah, good, wasn't it? And a um, bag fell on that man. Okay, that was what happened, Matt. We were watching the football on the telly when it was England v Greece. Yeah, no, was it? Was I it football? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Because Andy was there. We were watching uh, yeah. football, and uh, we ordered a pizza. We lived high up in a church. High up, we couldn't church. You lived to in go. a church. You've been converted oh, right. above a church. There was still a church there, wasn't there? No, they turned that into a pub. How would they? They call it progress. Oh God! Unbelievable. Isn't God's it? house. God's house. Jesus drove the thieves out of the temple. Go on then, Matthew. <laughs> and uh, we ordered a pizza, but we couldn't be bothered to go downstairs. So Could when the man bothered. arrived, we just went, we had like a, a sports bag and a load, what did we have? Loads of, like a washing line string. Yeah, we like, goes, yeah, we'll put the money we in the bag. Just shout it down. We, we put the money in the front pocket, the... load it down to the street, like about three or four stories. God, what were you afraid of? The plague? We couldn't, I don't think it was a bit like there. that. I think, yeah, we With just. With that bloke? But we couldn't be bothered to go down there, so we said, it was fun as well. So we loaded the bag down, and we said, put the pizza in there. It took him a while to get go along with it. He put the pizza, but what we didn't count on was you get a free two-litre bottle of Coke. Yeah. Or other drinks. Too heavy. He put it in there. We got it about three quarters of the way up, and he was standing there, and then he got into the idea when he saw it sailing above him. Sailing up, swinging, eh? He was sort of smiling. Then it broke and fell on him. Really hard. Like, what? Go up. Must come down. You know when someone like sort of staggers, yeah. like walks around like holding his head all confused. <laughs> and then we had to go down. Yeah, waste of time. do it with our legs. Oh, oh, we were sickened we were by well, that you, leg you know, work. You got an anecdote out of it. It was funny what, what are you saying? We got an anecdote out of it. That's what, what I said. Get, though? Brain damage, poor sod. Well, he's got an anecdote as well. Hello, yeah, Russ, if he can never tell it again after <laughs> the damage he sustained, it would just be a load of stammering nonsense. Hello, Russ, Matt and Cocky, says Stuart. Many moons ago, I used to share a flat with a gay woman couple. That's a weird way of phrasing that, isn't it? Lesbians. A gay woman couple. The gay woman couple! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a gay, it's school, Stuart. What's the problem? Gay woman couple! 
They used to nick my boxer shorts when they were out of clean underwear and always try to get off with and nick any girlfriends I would bring back. That's good, isn't it? That's yeah. a bit like old Trev. Trevor. <laughs> and Trevor does pretend to be a lesbian on his MySpace page. Oh, all dear, making right. sense. All adds up. By the way, feel free to drop in before your Cheltenham gig, says Stuart. All right, we'll pop in. Me and Trev, we're, doing, we're touring the country. Matt, you'll be coming as well because we're doing our radio are show. Are we doing Cheltenham, are we? Yeah, I think so, I don't know. Nice. Morning, men! I've been living in a caravan with my wife and mother-in-law who announced she needed bigger shoes to stop her falling over. In a <laughs> caravan from what? France! From Pete! That's from Pete! Do you think the caravan's mobile, then? Yeah, and I think probably she thinks if I have, like, snow boots on or them tennis rackets Eskimos have, then she'll better, like, stay balanced all the time. What a bizarre lifestyle. What an incredible, that's Pete the Bedroom Man, I think. Unless it's someone else called Pete. Oh, yeah, it's a popular name. Here's another one from Nicola in Birmingham. She go, hi, Russell. I lived above a pub and worked in it for a couple of years during the 90s and during Euro 96. It was the best years of my life. Sometimes I didn't leave that place for a couple of weeks. I picked the music on the jukebox, stole beer and fags from the bar and, it, and had the key to the pool table. I was single and used to lure boys back to my pub after hours and beat them at pool. Interesting. I used to take loads of drugs as well and left eventually as I thought I was going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Nicola from Birmingham. Nice one, Nicola. Well, the best years of her life and then she was going to kill herself. It's odd, isn't it? Perhaps it's because of their demise. Or she realised, ah, oh, these were the best years. What are you and she didn't, Might as well she didn't kill myself now. It's never going to be this back. good again. Yeah. Like, I used to live above that pub. Yeah. Oh, man. Matt Alfie always takes a mick out of this. Right, when, he was, to... when he was in rehab, he had to write his life story in an exercise book. <laughs> for an exercise. <laughs> yeah, because it was ultra But um, uh, I think we've mentioned this before, but because it's him, he <laughs> wrote it as if... It was being read by that one man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> one man's struggle against drugs. And it was like, it would all, everything had been written to be read out to make him look cool. <laughs> it was going to be saving me from drug addiction. Yeah, every single thing. It was, yeah. like, it was at this point, it was a load of cliches. Yeah. It was at this point I realised I was different to other people. <laughs> Say things like that. He said things like that. And there was one bit that goes, I, I lived above a pub. It was in that voice. It was ridiculous. Oh, I think I actually took the mick out of it. No, you I? did. While I was up there, I'd been off drugs about a week. <laughs> dying. And Matt came read my life story I out. I got I'm drunk, like... read his life story out. The whole thing. They'd slept in the same bed as me. Harping so, oh, on about girls in London while I was up there shivering away in my little drug hellhole. <laughs> all clucking and taking subutex. Oh, it's funny. They goes, every morning I'd walk through the bar to leave to go to college, you know. I'd just make a drink from all the drinks that were there, just a crazy cocktail. I'd drink that and <laughs> Sometimes the drink weren't even very nice. I just drank it down in a way. I just knocked it back and left. Sometimes I didn't even check the door was locked. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> Once I left without trousers on. Yeah, and then it goes, and it was at this, <laughs> this is ridiculous. It was around this time that a, a mouse lived in my hair. <laughs> a mouse did live in my Elvis the mouse. He liked it there. It it's nice to have a mouse. Right? You had a mouse living in your head. Yeah, he did. Right? I was doing a part in this sort of, uh, I don't know, Jacobean play or something, playing some villain. And I thought, oh, because if he had a mouse living in his head, that would get me attention around the drama. How'd you make it live there? You just put it there and make bloody well damn sure it's not got access to any way out of your head. Did you hurt its legs to stop it moving? No, no, its legs were free did to it move. Did have a safety pin for its waist? Oh, yes. He did have a little <laughs> pinny waist. He had his little pin belt. <laughs> Twist the pin belt. Elvis will behave. Jab the old pin belt. Elvis sleeping now. Um, like, but Elvis the mouse, right? He used to poo and wee in my hair. Well, that's not a surprise. Is yeah, they're it? incontinent mice, of course. Well, no, they just don't really Why care don't they about more where they, go to the they are. Toilet. They are incontinent, aren't they? They were always poo weeing. and wee in your hair. So my mouse was, my hair was full of mouse poo and wee. But 
And then eventually Elvis the Mouse just left to live his own life. He said that he, I was holding him back or something. Right? And then like, it was funny because there were other mice living in the drama school and in like a, a ballet. Was he a wild mouse? No, he was just a natural, normal guy. Was he a wild mouse? Was he a drinker? Was he Oliver Reed of the mouse world? I mean, right, was he okay. A... If I don't get some cheese, I'm going to punch this rent boy. <laughs> like I mean, is it, was it not from a pet shop? It was from a pet shop. Yeah, it was from a pet shop. So what? They were, and, what did he get? He went and lived with the wild mice. He went and lived with the wild mice, Where like Mowgli in reverse. Where did what? you meet this mouse? I had to go down a pet shop. I bored. You went to a pet shop got and a bought mouse. a mouse for your hair. And then just put him in my hair. He goes, I'll have a mouse, please. Just did one you mouse try a few hair. of them out first in the mirror? <laughs> Some of them didn't suit Trim. Some of those mice looked like bloody ridiculous <laughs> in my hair. Looked like a silly beret. And then, like, uh, and then right, they effed off to live with the other mice, right? And then someone, in a ballet, after some ballet class with a year below me, because they were ballet classes, I was to do them drunk. Some days I have my tights on backwards. <laughs> I'm like, I used to do, I'm like, they're the ballet class. They're, they're, sort of they come running out of the ballet room and goes, Russell, we've just seen Elvis, we've just seen Elvis, your mouse. And, like, and then someone goes, yeah, he looks like he's all been roughed up and that. Like, and they'd like, he'd been living with my well, grubby and had all stains on him like, and he was wearing a little leather waistcoat and had been corrupted by them other mice. Oh. I think he might have died soon after. Oh. Well, you don't know, that be all right. Elvis is dead, apparently, poor fella. But, you know, if you strain, you feel pain. That is the Elvis motto. But you've got to admit, if you're reading someone's life story, and it's just, I was just thrown in. It was around this time a mouse lived in my head. I know, but <laughs> I was just trying to make madness. myself... It's good for the other junkies to realise... Have you still got that like, life story? I'd love yeah, to. Yeah, I have. I've got the life story, and I've also got uh, it, the recording of you being brutally insensitive to a man who had been off heroin for about five days. What did you do? I just ripped the mickey out of him rip the mickey i rip the mickey right and then uh what about that yeah that was funny though when i lived above that pub i used to like the girls just loose in the pub just used to drink all the drinks there give drinks away to other people then this bloke called tommy king of the gypsies right there's this like, well, so, well, that's just bizarre isn't it it's like his life yeah, well, it is a little bit. There's this, this is family like of all these sort of Irish travellers that had been like put onto council estates, and I don't think they wanted to be there because they were in a terrible mood. I'd there's change their names, pub. Apology. huh? I'd change their oh, names, yeah. Yeah. Dave. King of the gypsies. <laughs> King of the gypsies. <laughs> Prince of the diddy coys. <laughs> right? They, came, they used to come in a pub and it's like, you know, like, like, it goes, oh, we will juice this, but he's the matchwood. Right? And then there's the one time, he's this guy, right? His brother was in, he's, this bloke had just come out of prison, right? And he was one of this, like, this family. Sat in the pub all day and I'd give him free drinks because, like, um, you had to because they were violent. And, like, the, these particular group of people. Right? And, like, at the end of the day, right, he followed me, I went to the lavvy, he followed me in there, right? And all day it's been really hard and, like, sort of, like, aggressive, sort of alpha male. Followed me to the toilet and goes, you're quite good looking you, you're a good looking lad. I was, oh, that's very flattering. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. He goes, but you like stink of mouse urine. <laughs> he goes, I'd like to kiss you. I goes, oh no, I'm not that sort of girl. <laughs> I mean, I'm a little nervous about it, right? And then I sort of like bustled my way Shouldn't out of the lavvy, scared. And then he goes to me, um, Right, okay, come back over to the bar. He goes, come on, mate. He goes, oh, no, you've hurt my feelings. He what? Goes, right. He goes, you've really? hurt my feelings. Aww. He goes, you've got 48 hours to get out of Kentish Town. That's 48 hours? To oh get out of God, Kentish that's, Town. That's to get the... out of Kentish Town. Well, you know, I could get a bus. I've probably got it 20 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, a, that's too much time, if that's anything. That's terrifying. I was ever so scared. I thought, they're going to kill me, these people. But they didn't. They said they, they did say, he goes, my brother's got a shooter. We're going to kill you. Oh, no. He turned into a farmer there. Uh, oh, I got to kill you. It came less, <laughs> less frightening. <laughs> I thought, surely you're going to have to concentrate on leaving one filled fallow for a year. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got time to muck about killing me. That's really scary. 
Yeah, it was. It was scary. Let's listen to more stories now. We've got some good... Keep sending us texts if you like. 64046. We'll have a right laugh. We've got uh, Sonic Enigma coming up. Master Sue is coming on the show. Pitch my scheme! Pitch my scheme! He's our Tai Chi teacher. We had a Tai Chi lesson with him, me, Matt and Trevor. We had an experience together. He's a brilliant Tai Chi teacher. But one can only say he is a braggart and a narcissist using Tai Chi to pull birds and kick blokes' heads in in boozers. Music. What's up, Trevor? Why are you so confused? I got lost in a reverie. Uh, Don't and... ever get lost in reveries. That's what William Blakey used to do. Here, I'll get you, Butler. There's angels on the rye. <laughs> that was funny. It's good, isn't it? It's nice. I like that. No one's ever done that before. Of course, they ain't think. used uh, Blakey from on the buses <laughs> to, uh, to uh, describe no. William Blake. I've said I've been genuine. Tag tag. It's a good idea. That, that could be a whole routine. Tag <laughs> I think that should be your next Edinburgh show. What, you me? should do William Blake poems as, as Blakey. Blakey from on the buses. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it a whirl, it Trevor. It could run and run. Trevor, you'll destroy my career. It probably could only last five minutes at most. <laughs> this is a, a, a letter what's been written down a computer from Sally. She goes, William Blake may not have been a drug addict as a child, but he was schizophrenic. My mentalism would be more interesting if I saw angels. You broke the news. <laughs> you broke the news. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely day-to-day -day reference. Trevor, you've broke the news. Good. Trevor, Matt and Russell, says Lorna. I lived in a tenement in... the right in... order. Actually, yeah. <laughs> what the heck is Lorna? What's wrong with you? Nothing's wrong with her. Why have you put Trevor first? Well, have a Lorna, think about Lorna, you better it. write another have email addressed to the lovely Russell, the delightful Matt, and that goon they have with them, who's even now caked in his own dried spittle that you could break away like Superman's crystal spittle, computer mate. machine. <laughs> Well, anyway, Lorna Go. I lived in a tenement in Glasgow with a downstairs neighbour who was a junkie Ned who blasted techno music all the time. One time we had a party and he came upstairs drunk, shouting and screaming and punched me. So my boyfriend jumped on him and threw him down the stairs. His girlfriend said to me as way of explanation for his violence, he's getting married in the morning. <laughs> if he can't punch women now, then can he? If you can't, on the eve of your wedding, smack women square in the jaw, what kind of society are we living in? Another time, we came home to find a loaf of bread sitting on the doorstep. We thought it was some threatening message, like a horse's head in the bed. But I'd never heard of a loaf of bread being used for such a thing. It was sinister, says Lorna. What a lovely time in her life that must have been. Mathu, have you got any anecdotes about places you've lived? Um. Oh, yeah, why don't you ponder your I'm play? just looking at my little list of things. You've got a little list of things, oh. haven't you? Any professional these days? Matt Morgan's got a list of things. I'll just tell you some other things. Go on. My time capsule. Oh, oh tears, he had a time capsule. Didn't live in it, Trev. Otherwise, you wouldn't be well, in you there. Well, you made a time. You buried it in the garden. Me, yeah, me and my little brother. Yeah. When I, I think I was about twelve, thirteen, and he was four years younger. Every time me. you tell this story, you've you aged a math. couple of years. Huh? Every time you tell this story, you've aged a couple of years. Last Have time I? you told me, you were it was two years ago when he told you last time. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I still would say. Hello. This. Turn your phone off. Eat some fudge. Look at that bark. Who's that? Barks on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? You want me to be in the old days? Clear it off, you bloody granddad! <laughs> so, go on, Matthew. Um, time capsule. Yeah. We're living in a time capsule. Barks on a telephone! Me and my little brother said, oh yeah, let's put a time capsule in the garden, then we'll draw a map where it is, and then we'll dig it up in a few years' time. Good so idea. We both wrote a letter to our future selves. What was it oh. like, the letter? I don't know. I didn't read his, but mine was sort of... Um, what was, were you saying to yourself? I think it was... I don't know. He would go, Well, when you grow up, probably we've got Big Dinkle now. I love you. Can you go to the toilet without crying yet? Is that crow still in the wall? 
Yeah, stuff like that, really. Like that. Man, the crow living his wolf. He you had a mouse living in your ass. Shut up. Yeah. Well, at least my mouse was named after a pop star. What was that crow called? Mr. Scratchy. <laughs> Mr. Scratchy. He wasn't scared, Matt. Listen to my story. Okay, go on then. And uh, so we buried this thing, and we drew a little map to where it was. But what was in it? Oh, it was like there's a letter to each to uh, our, our future, future selves. Self, yeah. There was some. Like, it was a bit of a newspaper from that day. Uh-huh. There was, uh, I think, some sort of. Bit of food, which a I, bit of food? I don't know. I, don't, I can't remember. But it's things that I thought, oh, that'd be good to see what happens to that in fifty years' time. We'll come back here. We'll be heroes. And then uh, we went inside. We were all happy about it. And then my mum said, "Have you signed Granddad's birthday card?" And we said, uh, "I don't know. Where is it?" And she said, "It was on the table when you were doing that stupid time capsule." It turned out we couldn't find his birthday card. So my mum goes, get outside and dig it up. Oh, Mate, no. dig up the time capsule. She ain't been there in five minutes. We're still a little bit excited. To dig like, it up? Like sort of thing, oh, it's oh, good. Yeah, I so wonder it... what's changed. Hey, to think back in those days, <laughs> we ate apples. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy times, though, yeah. We, we dug it up. Granddad's birthday card wasn't in there. And then we just went, oh, didn't bury it. Because we just lost the magic. We lost the magic. We'll make a time capsule. That's free. Yeah. Trevor, don't beat the desk like that. No, Certainly not it, with that appendage. Imagine if you did, right? Mm. You, for one, would want to dig it up every day. It's like when Why? me and my sister found a dead bird. My mum said, put it in a margarine tub and put it yeah. in the bin. And then uh, you kept going about back two days later, we went, but we were little kids. We were about three and five. And we went over and went, let's look at that bird. And we opened it up and it was... It, be, it was alive with maggots and it yeah. shattered our illusions. Weird. We used to do that as well. What did you used to do at school? Well, I remember Trevor. one of my earliest memories of being at school was to bury. That's, a that's the second time you used that phrase today. Oh, one of my earliest memories. I mean, one of the, in, in my memoirs it. on page nine. If you look at my memoirs, the pages that aren't gummed <laughs> together with my excuse for abuse, you'll read that these things happened to me at school. That's right, Trev. Look over like you're all disappointed with me, but what you should be disappointed with is your silly fat self. Little, little birds used to die and fall into the playground and we Did they die, them. Trevor? Or were they poisoned? <laughs> used to die and fall into the playground? What, from the Can sky? from Danny the Champion of the World? That's they, a Roald Dahl book! They fell out, they, <laughs> no, they fell out of the nest that were underneath the eaves oh, okay. of the, of the uh, thing. And, uh, underneath the eaves? Underneath the eaves, and then we'd bury them, and then we'd dig them up a few days later and have see a look. What yeah, to yeah, yeah, see what happened to them. Kids do. Like, you'll cry over a gerbil that's died and bury it in the garden, and then about two days later you'll think, I want to see what's happened to that, and yeah. dig it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's good when you're a child to think like that. I had a newt, and that newt then died because I think someone maybe stood on him. Where did it live? Up your pants? <laughs> Why? <laughs> no, because they need amphibious conditions. They lived in, exactly. lived in a little. Bo- Listen, there's no bleeding aqua in your rubber knickers. <laughs> my rubber <laughs> panty poo pots. There's a bit of marshland over there. Um, no, he lived in a nice tank. And like, uh, I'll say tank. Uh, <laughs> no, an armoured car. Go on, someone. Yeah, there we go. Oh, Trevor. Trevor. Trevor's got up Trevor. on his chair off. Trevor, why are you up on his chair? Why are you perched there? I don't know. Sit down, Trevor. I've got a little bit of crap. Oh, we've got a surprise for old Trevor. Trevor. Oh, yeah, we know we're talking about uh, homes and everything like that. Have you bought me We've a got house? you a house. We've got you a little house, Trevor. Oh, also, no. we've got this book that me and Trev contributed to. It's called... Uh, that which is not said, a collection of comedians' poetry, right? We're going to give away copies as prizes. Drawing by David Shrigley on the front. He's brilliant, that bloke, isn't he? That yeah. David Shrigley. And well there's some funny. excellent poems yeah. by Tim Key. Poem Kee. by me, poem by Cocky Trevor Locke, Simon Day, Simon Munnery, Paul Footy Footy, Phil Nickel. Loads of good poems by comedians. And I think all the money goes to the homeless, doesn't it? It does, yeah. They might as well just have spent the money they spent on binding these books on heroin, yeah. thrown it out of a window. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Hill. 
Harry Hills contributed Stuart something. Stuart Lee. Stuart Lee. Good, all right. It's just a list of names. It's good. Anyway, right, uh, you could, like, this is about homeless people. So, Trevor, we thought, like, you know, as you've contributed to this, you should benefit. So why don't you become homeless and live in a box? Why don't you? For, yeah. Anyway, so for the rest of the show, Trev, you'll be inside you're a box. You're going to be in a box, like a rodent. Yeah. Okay. Let's box well, you up. Well, like I... a rodent or a homeless person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, that's how it Will decides. there be torn up newspaper for me? Of course they will. When you do you your dropping, you like do them in one corner. <laughs> going, where is it? Where is we'll it? We'll get your box during, we'll, right, we'll listen to Bowie, and then after that, Trevor's going to be living in a box in a very literal way. Let's listen to Bowie, shall we? This is Russell Brand on Six Music, me with Matt Morgan and Cocker Trevor Locker. Uh, G's here, our poet laureate. He's going to be judging later a poet, a poem competition, right? He's all confused, we ain't told him. Right? There's this poem book you can read, written by comedians to raise money for the homeless. Tim Key's poems seem to be the best so far. We've They're been brilliant. Reading Tim well, Key, what a funny. poet. So, like, oh, Trevor, turn your phone off, eat your fudge. Right? Uh, so G will be judging that competition a bit later. You've got to say, does Matt and Trev think it should be a haku? Because they think that will mean you write short poems. I think just write a short poem. It could be a limerick. Trevor, turn your phone off. Eat your fudge, Trev. And Trevor, so yeah, it's raise money for the homeless. G will be judging it. Send us your hakus and short poems in that. And Trevor will be in, for the rest of the show, Trevor will be conducting his snide remarks and comments from in a box, which we've brought into the studio. How do you feel about that, Trevor? I shall not in a box. go into the box. You shall. are going in that get box. Get in that box. Get in your box, Trev. Get in there, Trev. Trevor, get in your box. Why? How, how ironic, Trev. You put a cardboard box into the studio. How ironic that you, who have so long chided the homeless, now yourself live inside a box. Yes. Perhaps I'm... now, Trevor, when you're in the ball ring in Waterloo, you won't walk past homeless gentlemen, tramps, gentlemen of the road, flipping them arrogantly a farthing, saying, this is an antiquated currency, buy yourself some antiquated soup. You now will know what it is to be homeless. He kicks the final the... irony. He kicks their hats. He kicks their up, hats. Up the street. He goes, yeah, I'll give you 50p, but I'm going to be playing a bit of what I call foot hat or hat ball. And then he runs off kicking their hat. I did that once himself. and it was clearly a joke and he understood. Trevor, and why are you not in your box? Get in your box. Get in your box. Why? Get in your box. Why have you gone to the trouble of getting me a box? Make him get in there, Matthew. <laughs> Physically put him in a box. He's been lifted up. He's been forced into a box. Don't break him. Mark, who constructed the box, is proud of his get box. Get in there, Trevor. Get right in the box, Down. Trevor. I don't want to see your face. Be within the box. Put the lid on the box! <laughs> right, Trevor is now in a hexagonal box that we've constructed. His microphone, that is the noise, is the sound of his microphone being put in the box. Trevor, slayer of homeless people, kicker of their hats, is now himself in a box. Trevor, if you want a wee or any other form of mixturation or defecation, you will do it in the box! I will do it in the box and then you'll be sorry. I will not be sorry! Trevor, your box You'll have to muck me out. What? I'm not mucking out his box. I'm, I'm for life, not just for Christmas. You You've aren't got even me for Christmas. You've got nothing to do with the legend the of most Christ. The selfish thing is he's selfish. taken up the whole side of the studio with his box. Oh, Trevor, do you have to consume like some real estate merchant? <laughs> the entire left side of the studio, the entire left flank, one of the most beloved parts of the studio with your selfish box. You are a perverted, kinky little Get man. Get in your box! Stay in there! <laughs> They're kicking the box now. You can, that, that's what People you, will kick your box, Trevor. I'll let the listeners judge you too. <laughs> oh. Do you like it in your box, Trev? I do, because I don't have to see your dirty little face. Right. Trevor. Trevor, you're not even allowed an air hole. Trevor, and if I so much as hear a zip moving in that box, <laughs> I will come down on you so hard, Locke. 
Well, that wouldn't be the first time, would it? Let's be honest. Trevor, since you've been in that box, you've become unbearable. He thinks Matt. He thinks of that box as his principality. He thinks of himself as Lord of the Box Look, in there, doesn't he? I, this, I'm under house arrest, and I am uh, conducting a campaign. <laughs> if you can hear You're me, come down Trev. to this Westland House in Gildare Street and pick it for my release. Come I'll, down I'll have to be imprisoned against my What's will. Shut up, Trevor. Trev. You're in your box for a reason. Please. It's Trev, a punishment. If you can hear me, Trev, do you want to play? Have... A, do you want to play a game? Yes, yeah, please. let's play a game. All right. This is the game. A okay. A pen is going to jab through the box. Try and guess where. Pen jab game. It's super Please. pen game. Super pen jab. Jab the pen. There, uh, Trev. You can hear holes. that. I'm... You know, I'm, I'm in danger. I'm in genuine danger of being injured here. Right, okay, you... come down to Gildia Street, Western House. Please if you want to join in with our radio show, you must simply say the code release. word. <laughs> Cookie Locky in a boxy! And then you can come and see Trevor in his box. Well, no, Cookie Locky in food, a boxy! Water, put, put him out there and a chemical Trevor, toilet. we will put you out in the street like the homeless people that you have so long chided. How ironic that the hunter has become the hunted. <laughs> that you, Matthew, and not you, Matthew, you've been a joy to the homeless. You and I have often helped him, but you, Trevor, who have ridiculed a bit. Trevor, what is going on I in that have box? written a haiku for the homeless that's been published in that book. Your haiku, Trevor, one wonderful tome of English comics poetry, and in fact, I have poems, poets from around the world. Disgusting little match. Trevor, what position in that box? Fetal? I'm in the fetal, fetal position. Oh, yeah. he's fetal. Of course he is. No, I'm lying on my back with my legs in there like a little baby who's having his nappy changed. And oh. I reckon that's not where the similarity ends, is no. it, Trevor? I reckon you've pooped in there already, and no, Trevor. I haven't. He'll <laughs> do a dirty protest in that box any minute now, won't he? Right, should we do Trevor's Sonic Enigma? Get me week? out of here. No, stay Trev, in your box. Stay in there. And no, if you want some water, we're going to chuck some in. Just open your mouth. I plead. <laughs> You're not to bounce a ball up against the wall of your box like Steve McQueen. You'll it regret is a punishment. this, Brand. You'll regret this. There'll there will be no recreation in that box. There are people out there that appreciate my contribution to this show, <laughs> and they will come down to this place. Trevor, those people are all in me. institutions. They won't be able to leave their padded cells, and you will not leave that box. Throw Quiet. something at it, Matt. Quiet in the box. Quiet in the... There's too much noise coming from the box. Quiet in the box. Quiet in the box. <laughs> <laughs> that was my shin, you nasty little Trevor man. swore in his box. Swear. Trevor, it's not a swear box. You should be good mannered in that box. Trevor, right. you think that's your ivory castle? You are in your, your up palace. there in your strutting around on your aisles in your box. Stay in your box. It's just pulled a pen <laughs> through the box. Pulled a pen for it like a little rat. Okay, uh, right. So we listen. Let's listen to a bit of music. Trevor's in his book. When are we doing the Sonic Enigma? Yeah, Trevor. We Trevor, shall not do the Sonic Enigma. Trevor, you're so unprofessional. You. Languish just languish in a, in a box. We need to do a Sonic Enigma. Right, should we do Trevor's you Sonic never, Enigma you now? You never love that competition anyway. It's I don't know rubbish. why you're so Let's keen. Let's do it anyway. Go on, Trevor. Sonic start Enigma. your ridiculous Enigma. Right, so if you recognise it, is there a jingle? Did we make one? Of course, there's a jingle. Right, okay, let's listen to Trevor's jingle, first of all, for Trevor's Sonic Enigma. This is a competition where you have to ascertain what the hell's wrong with box dweller Cocky Locky. <laughs> goes on too long. It's already gone on too long. You little box-dwelling sex maniac. What are you doing in there, Trevor? You've been very quiet. He's, he's dead. He's, I, I hope he's dead. I hope, oh, Trevor, I hope this doesn't sound harsh, but I hope he dies in that box. I it's really not do. harsh at all, it's fair. It's very fair, isn't it? Matt, let's listen to our... We also made a jingle parody. Mark just looked in the box as if he might genuinely have died. <laughs> <laughs> but what's that? What's that? Let's what would you do if we looked in the box and he'd gone? 
I Wouldn't that be it was really mysterious if that had happened, and also a great day for the show. Let's listen, let's listen to our jingle. Hello there, Sue Lock, I'm Bill Lock, you're my wife, I'm your husband, aren't I? Your microphone technique's terrible, Bill. <laughs> I despise our son, Trevor. My microphone technique is something I inherited backwards from him in a sex genetic tunnel that the two of us worked on together in the distant future past. You make no sense either, Bill. Nor does that I'm ridiculous boy. You, boy. <laughs> I'm worried about you. I'm worried about you. Don't move make on! Make another man and make another boy! Zulok, <laughs> don't make no more boys out of your womb juice! The one we've got now is a disgrace! I saw him looking at Mexico 86 <laughs> sticker album, he'd show particular interest to the Italian team! Yes, he's he's a homosexual. Also, I think he has an interest in Italians! Yes, he's a... Obviously got those girls at his house, the ones whose toes he cuts off one by one. He uses those as a bracelet to impress his chums. What can we do to impede him, Sulok? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Worse right. than something he'd do. Trevor, that's, uh, that is worse than the enigma itself. Trevor, are you not speaking? Look at Trevor protesting. It's good, though. I prefer it without We've Trevor talking. We've got his talking. phone as well. Let's, actually, let's go for his phone and see which other ones of our friends stroke girlfriends he's been pestering luke sent him a text message on his phone luke friend of the show saying uh wanna cry using our wanna try catchphrase to a very good end very let's good. listen to uh trevor cocky lockie's sonic oh, enigma. enigma let's listen to the actual enigma right if you can work out what this is send the answer to 64046 trevor is still in that box languishing uh he's pretending that he's not talking but if you listen carefully you can hear the rhythmic beating of a man trying to cope with solitude let's have a listen to the enigma Oh, hello. Do you want to join my club? Oh, I'm afraid you're too old. You can't join this club. Mm, do you want to lick on my 99? Right, get off me. I'm tired. I want to ride on you this time. Funny feet. Oh, oh you oh, dirty, filthy pig, Selfish lock. little man. He comes here with his box. Comes in, sits languishing in a box, laying around his box like Lord God Almighty himself. <laughs> and then turns out that sort of junk and expects us to tolerate it. Okay, if you know what that Sonic Enigma is, text us on 64046. Hold on a minute, I'm just going to have a look, Matt, if Trevor's works, I'm worried about him. What are you doing in your box, Trevor? Leave me alone, I was happy for a while. Well, what do you expect me to do? There's no chairs in here. Trevor, I'm not be comfortable. comfortable. Shall I spit on him? Don't spit, no, that's no. disgusting. Get some water and throw it on him. Right. Don't do that. Answer. Oh, you'll electrocute me. I'm wired up. Yeah. He's wearing a wire. You're wearing a wire. He's a pig. You're a goddamn pig. Stay in your box. Do you know what? This reminds me of those psychological experiments they did in Harvard in the 70s. It was just a game. It started off as a game and then it became real. Yeah, well, yeah. this is already real, Trevor. It we is are real. not leaving that Please. box till we've broken you down. If you've you're ever had any sympathy, if you've listened to this show and you've ever had any sympathy, send it. If you support Trevor and want him liberated from the box, 64046 or come down to Gilday Shut up, Trevor. You are in that box. Look at the. Oh, you. Oh, oh, oh. Russell's just throwing water oh, into the box. Oh, Jesus. That is the only way he'll learn. Right, Matthew, put a sack on his head, put some wires on his genitals, <laughs> and then we'll drag him around like a dog. Guantanamo style. Okay, let's listen to Mandy by the spin of Soil, saliva, water. I'm not supporting Guantanamo Bay or America. Shut up, Trevor. Be quiet in your box. Oh, Master you're, ha, Sue is here. Have you been electrocuted? Pinch my skin. It's Master Sue. He's in madness. the house. Master Sue 
But Master Sue, help me. Do Master Sue, Trevor is being punished. For, for, um, among his crimes are abuse of the homeless, racism, killing of animals. That's just three of his crimes. So before you help him, consider that. That Trevor being in a box is perhaps the best place on him. My only regret is that it's not his coffin. Have you ever read 1984? Let's, let's listen to Oh Mandy by Spirit. Stop talking about George Orwell, Trevor. He ain't going to help you now. Solzhenitsyn. Room 101 for you, sunshine. Trevor, get in your box. You're not fully concealed in the box. Well, Trevor, I don't know why doing? it's collapsed. Maybe some supporters have come into the studio whilst we were out. Well, perhaps, Trevor, there to are no me. supporters of you. Perhaps people don't support hate crimes anymore, Trevor. <laughs> perhaps people are a little bit sick and tired of the homeless being abused. Do you think that might why be possible, Trevor? Why on earth are you in a box? What's wrong with you, boxy why, boy? What are you thinking? You two are mental. Throw something at him. Throw him a book about the homeless. The final insult there. Oh, oh Take dear. that. Take flinch. that in your he box. Did of course flinch. I didn't flinch. Care. I've been trained by Master Sue. Oh, I don't oh, flinch Sue anymore, do I? Master Sue. Uh, would you come to the microphone, Master Sue? Now, Master Sue gave us Tai Chi lessons yesterday. Who do you think did best at the old Tai Chi? I know it's not competitive, me, me, but if it was. Me. Trevor. No! <laughs> not Trevor! He lives in a box! Look at him, he's an insult! Well, what a silly question to ask. Yeah, Obviously, I, I was the best. Trevor was a complete teacher's pet. He Remember wasn't the... a teacher's pet. Just because I could do it. I, I suppose in a way, Master Sue, you could say you use your enemies' force against them. Yes, oh, Master Sue! Master Sue! Can I be just like you? One day will people pinch my skin? You disgust me, Trevor! That is why you are in a box. So uh, why did you think he's Trevor... He's sat in his box like it's a jacuzzi. You're not a jacuzzi! You're not in a hot tub. You're not Hugh Hefner in his grotto. Trevor, if there's any, if I look in that box and there's one of me and Matt's girlfriends in there, nuzzling at you, you'll be trouble, you dirty little devil. Master Sue, tell us about your. So we went on Hampstead Heath, me, Master Sue, Matt, Trev, and done some Tai Chi lessons. Now, what are the fundamental principles of Tai Chi? And again, who was the? Why was Trevor best? Trevor was best because Trevor is very soft, you see. Ah, uh, soft. Do you mean very... like flabby? No, fla soft like, like a, a dirty fat pig. <laughs> <laughs> no, very uh. What like is a in cloud. tune with the energy of like the universe? Cloud. Like a a cloud. A pillow. Feminine. Like, a feminine. <laughs> he is quite a feminine. <laughs> Trevor's a bit like a cloud that hates homeless people. What you mean to you say? Just imagine is, a cloud. I'm like a willow tree. I'm I'm like water. I like flow. Like a willow tree. Like a willow I'm tree flexible. spitting flexible, into a homeless that's what you man's cup. Flexible, yeah. Like a willow tree kicking know... a homeless dog. That's what you're like, Trevor Cocky Locky. Yeah, and what, right. did, what about Matt? What did you think of Matt's uh, uh, Tai Chi Matt techniques? Is very strong. Matt is strong. But Matt he was very strong and very Hard. He need to relax more, you see. He does need yeah. to relax need more. He needs to de-stress. <laughs> he, he just wanted to fight all the time. He just wanted yes. to be about fighting. Matt, yeah. like, I got, got thrown on the floor enough times. You got to, because I had to break your confidence because you were approaching it incorrectly. Like we're going, Master Sue's going, okay, so it's no force. You have to be soft. Look at your dantian. That's a glowing point within your core from which emanates for all of us and unites us all as part of the universe. We must be conscious of this. Turn your phone off, Trevor! You must be conscious. Eat your fudge! Get in your box! We must be conscious of this all, at all times, Master Sue said. We're at one with the universe. Use the energy of the universe. Mac, you'll go, you hold on, what if, can't I, what if I had a broken bottle? Could I do this one? Yeah, what if I'm in a bog and someone tries to get in me? And Mac just what? kept dragging it into the gutter constantly. But then we learned that Master Sue... I was talking about violence. I wanted to know if someone punches you, what you do, and he... 
Yeah. Hello. What if someone goes about. for your ghoulies? <laughs> I ain't having some punk going for my family jewels. I'll I'll carve him up. That's, that's exactly how I speak. <laughs> Master Sue, though, you do use your Tai Chi, in my view, for wrong. Tell us that story about oh. when you went to the pub. Uh, about that pub in Hendon. When you went looking for chicks. Master Sue said he was in a pub in Hendon chatting up birds, and then when eventually one of their husbands got angry, he kicked his head in in the toilet using Tai Chi. <laughs> not true, not Tell, Tell us the story. Tell your version, Master uh, Sue. The man wants to bully me, so I just show him the right way. The man wanted the to way bully of you. No action. How does it say it's no action to lock someone in a toilet and tell him to F off <laughs> and use his own body weight to bounce his head off a sink? Blimey. <laughs> tell us that thing where you said you're going to the hospital thing. I told him if he don't behave himself, he's going to hospital. And then, <laughs> and then he, he made him to call him. his baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you made him sorry. call him uncle. Yeah, yeah what's that I you said, made him say? I told him to say sorry, uncle. What? Before I let him out. What? <laughs> Imprisoning people. So he's not going to have sympathy for you being in a box, Trevor. You're not coming out of that box till you say sorry, uncle, master Sue. Sorry, uncle Matt. Sorry, uncle Russell. Sorry, uncle, everyone in the studio. It's that clear, Trevor. Is it clear? I can't hear you, Russ. Eat your fudge, you, you little pig. You can shout as loud as you like, but I can't hear can you. Can I spit as close as I like? Can I if wee you, on you, Trevor? If you want to do that, if that makes you happy. It would make me joyous okay, to see you, you dancing that. in a stream of gold. It'll just pearl <laughs> off me. Devil. It'll pearl off me like water off a duck's back. He's got that Tai Chi vibe now. He's not got his Tai Chi vibe on. He's sat in his jacuzzi still. I think, Trevor, I can see a trouser tent emerging. <laughs> Richie the Postman is here. Richie the Postman is oh, framed for pooing... On in people's gardens, we're going to put him in your box, Trev. See how you like that up, yeah? <laughs> right, so uh, if you want to enter Trevor Sonic's Trevor Sonic Enigma, text us on 64046. If you, if you want to enter the out. box. Um, we've got some interesting things coming up. Oh, yeah, we want you to send a poem, a poem about the show. Mr. G will judge that poem. Make sure the poem includes a reference to Cocky Trevor Lockie, a reference to Matty Morgan, and a reference to me, old Russ. Call me what you like, though, not an insult. And then uh, we'll read out that poem on the air. The winner will get a poetry book. And we'll be able to go around Trevor's house and smash up one of his heirlooms or precious belongings <laughs> of their choosing. What about that bit in the Tai Chi lesson where you went, Master Sue, can this be used for sex? <laughs> <laughs> I know that it can. It can be, can't it, Master Sue? Uh, yes, of course. It can be. <laughs> Why do you think he says, pinch my skin? <laughs> what skin do you think that is? Ah, that is left to the imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect to leave things, nice to leave things to the imagination. Sighting. Uh, Master Sue, do the pinch my skin thing uh, once more, please. Pinch my skin. Lovely. <laughs> now, I wonder if... Uh, look, Richie, you won the competition. Come over here. You won the uh, Sonic Enigma, didn't you? You're, this you're is on... quite amazing. It absolutely is. Unbelievable. Richie, say hello, mate. Listen hello, to... Russ. All right, mate. It's not now... just an empty catchphrase. There is an actual physical reality. Yeah, this ca catchphrase... Master Sue, would you let Richie the postie feel your skin? Right, first of all, he just does it normally. Right, that's just normal. <laughs> right, that's Richie pinching his normal skin. Now say pinch my skin, please. Pinch my skin! I can't pinch that. You can't uh, pinch uh, it, can you? Solid you muscle no fat and no skin. Incredible. Absolute solid muscle, no pinching. If you can't pinch even an inch. Right, so send your poems, text us your stories, enter the Sonic Enigma. It's all on 64046. In a minute, we're going to be talking to Adia Depatan. You might know him off of that, uh, was it Beyond Boundaries, where you've yeah. lot. 
Bjorn, huh? Yeah, Bjorn, Bjorn Boundaries. Boundaries. Right, you can't hear him because he's not on mic yet, but it is called <laughs> Bjorn Boundaries. Also, you'll probably know him as that bloke on the BBC One Idents, Black Geezer, basketball player in a wheelchair. That's what you'll know him as. Yeah. We're going to be having a bit of a chat to him in a moment, but now is it Led Zeppelin with a session track, Matty? Yes. Let's listen to that. Yeah, come on, let's all go. In your box, Trevor. In your fudge. This is Six Music. Trevor, you look very smug in your box. You look like a happy little egg in an egg cup, don't you? Yeah, I feel quite good here now. It's nice. It's I don't better like than sitting you on a chair. The box is a punishment. Look at him with his arms Put spread your arms like in there. You're not David Blaine. <laughs> You're not Blaine. It's not a Blaine stunt. Get into the box, Trevor. I've overcome it, mate. Right, Trev, with regards to the old Sonic Enigma, let's have a listen once more to that godless trawl through Whoa. Trevor's ridiculous brain. Where is it? Yeah. Oh, let's listen to it. This is Trevor's Sonic Enigma. Oh, hello. Do you want to join my club? You can't, can't Fred. You're too old. You can't join this club. <laughs> mm, do you want to lick on my 99? Right, get off get me. I'm tired. I want to ride on get you this me. time. Funny feet. <laughs> Richie, you got the Sonic Enigma right last week. Have you, you, did you hear it when you were outside I earlier? Did, yeah. Got any ideas? Not the foggiest idea. No, that's because it's baffling and difficult. <laughs> Move uh, close to the mic. It's not there, actually Richie. that difficult. But... Well, it's not actually that difficult, Trev. Of course it's not. No, it's I didn't have easy. a clue. Do you really think we're going to listen to the opinions of a man who lives in a box, Trevor? Well, I think they've already been listening to my opinions. <laughs> Oh, that's Here as are some as it entries now, to your ridiculous Sonic Enigma, which are wrong. Trevor, is this the right answer? The Sonic Enigma is well hard this week. Is it ride on by by ACDC, says Sam in London? Yes. And well this done. is the campaign for the release of Trevor Locke from his cardboard prison. <laughs> what? That person yeah. wants you out, Trevor. Is that the right answer? Who's that from? That is from uh, Sam, London. Well done, Sam. You are this week's Sonic Enigma winner. Trevor, you no. can't change the answer. I can't. I, you don't that is know. A wrong answer. It's not a prison. It's a cardboard. You prison. like it in Dreams. there. He loves it. He loves it in there. He's sat Look at there. His arms. Put your arms inside. Get your basketball Use your basketball skills. Right on the bonks. Good move. Hit him on the head. This is Trevor. Sad. Is this the right answer? This is from Mick. He goes. Is it justified and ancient by the KLF? Is he campaigning for my release? Because the ice cream van. He says, Trevor, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, you can stay in your box. <laughs> I hope that when you come out, you've picked up diseases from other prisoners and become a box junkie. That is the incorrect <laughs> answer. <laughs> Trevor, here is another wrong answer. This is from Darren in Manchester, who capitalised the first two letters of his name. Mm -hmm. He goes, not sure of the song title, but it's owned by Crazy Horse. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. No. Trevor, stay in your little box. Then we've got some... Uh, is it YMCA by the village people? Yes, well done. No, it's not. Oh. Get in your box. Stay in your box, Trevor. <laughs> you that brutal, dirty little name. men. Right, we've got some poems here. Remember, we're doing a poetry competition. Got them on the head. That was a good shot, wasn't it? Good shot, man. Oh, dear. This is from Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul's written a limerick. Trevor Locke should never be free. Keep him locked up for eternity. Fetal in his box. He once killed a fox. He's someone no one should see. <laughs> Lovely limerick about Cocky Locky. Lies. I've never killed a fox. Trevor, you've killed a trout, a squirrel, a mouse, <laughs> and a man. <laughs> here is a haku about Trevor. Trevor Locke, eat, eat. Sweet, sweet fudge, fresh from the box. Just like a home, Trevor. This is free verse. Trevor, oh Trevor, the MySpace... Turn your phone off, Trevor! Trevor, oh Trevor, the MySpace lesbian, hunting round like a caveman, high on Viagra, smoking aspirin. Bessie, Bessie, will you comfort, he says, as his neckerchief seems to strangle all his dignity. Eat some fudge! That is fr that's a good one. That's that a good one. I like that Aaron. one. Yeah, it's very good. Dear lovely Russell, nice Matt. I look at Addy has taken it as his business to screw up every letter and throw it. Don't, don't screw them up because they're a competition <laughs> entries. Such a good shot. Don't G screw them up. They're competition entries. Mr G, G judges. Uh, they have been filed. And filed. G needs to judge them. I'll file them in a file and then I can go out and kick a homeless person. <laughs> Dirty pig. 
Yeah, that's how <laughs> This I is from Sebastian in Manchester. We should get him a litter tray. Yeah, Trevor, get, just use your litter tray. I'm damned if we're going to let you stink out our studio with your habits. <laughs> Dear lovely Russell, nice Matt, and that rambling, wobbling, box-dwelling, evil Italian-hating accident known only as Trevor, says Sebastian from Manchester. Good. I think it's terrible what Trevor's doing, prancing into your studio. And let me tell you, he did prance, listeners. He pranced. Like a here. show pony. Demanding that he be put into a box, I think you should keep him in there till he learns the difference between right and wrong. <laughs> something he should have learned as a child. And you should also put him in a smaller box. A smaller, tighter box with pins on the inside. Also tell him, eat your fudge! Eat well your fudge, done, Sebastian. Sebastian. Well done, that was very good. You picked up on a few of the themes there. You turned them round and sent them back in. Well Look done, how original. Smarmy, arrogant pig. <gasps> that is one of our listeners. Yes, it is one of our listeners. Well done. The respect that they That's how he knows deserve. what's going on. He listens to the show. So we listen to Elvis Presley now. Elvis Presley had singing a song, wobbling his hips, then dying tragically, but he was a wonderful icon. Everyone, we've got Master Sue in here, we've got Adia Debatan, we've got Matt Morgan, we've got the competition winners. Richie, are you enjoying the experience so far? Yeah, it's great, Russ, thank you. But how does it compare to being in a garden when you're supposed to be delivering letters oh. and doing a poop? Uh, it's better than that. Of course, it's better than that. <laughs> Much better. Trevor Cockalocky! What's the matter? Good Nothing's the matter. What's your microphone technique? Uh, well, you spilt water over it, mate. Well, well, if you will behave like an animal, expect to be treated like an animal, Trevor. Oh, yes, is that a promise? A simple <laughs> life lesson you discuss. Get lower in your I box. don't. I slightly excite you. He's just sitting there like it's a pair of cardboard pants. You are okay. wearing those like uh, those people wear barrels in the old days when they've lost their clothes. Yeah, barrels and braces. I had Who a them barrel brace people? <laughs> maxing out too much, I've got to step back. Well, I don't, I'm not in charge of things like that. I'll, I'll keep going to you like talking. that. What do you think it was, a dance? No, it's inseparable from one, in my mind. You waving your hands about like Diana Ross. If, I just talk into a microphone. That's, that's my job. Matt Tampkin says, he's written a poem, Trevor Locke, hard as a broken Rock. Matt Morgan plays the button organ. Russell Brand, I'd like to buy him canned. Eat your fudge, Trev! Matt from Brighton. Gee, you've got to judge these. You should make notes of the ones you think are winners because I'm simply throwing them on the floor. Addy then picks them up, turns them into little basketballs and throws them into the smug face of Trevor Locke. Which isn't easy because, as we all know from popular culture, his face is the size of a Malteser. I'm laying here on the sand, bikini on, thinking of Russell Brand. It's hot out here and so is he. I forgot to mention, so am me. Ha ha, from Joe Fisher, the poet. And she, of course, says, didn't know it. Joe, the bikini imagery was helpful, but... As a poet, you have a lot to learn. I have a dab. I listen to the madness of three. One of them's rightly locked up while G writes the poetry. That's Ben from Lincoln. Quite nice. That's a good one. Because he's mentioned G, he thinks that's the winner. Here is another wrong answer for Trevor's Sonic Enigma. Ride, is it Trevor? Ride a white horse. Gold frap. Free the lock. Oh, free the lock by Nick Godkin. Nick, you've won. Trevor! Turn up here next week at 10 o'clock and you can be a guest in the studio. You can come, but you have not won the competition. But you can come because you've chosen to free me. You can come. Trevor, you are staying. You can come and free me yourself. Trevor, the vast majority of emails are ones of support for you. No, there aren't. There's box. been none. There is there's a been, huge volume. There's been none. Let's read this one out. This is from Stevie He's B. He's not reading anything out. He's making it up off Tampon the top of his little Street. head. He goes, <laughs> keep Trevor Locke 
in his box on, because that up. is where he belongs. I once met Trevor and he put his hand down in my trousers <laughs> and felt the gap between my bottom hole and genitals. He then ran away giggling. He deserves to be in a box. That is from it's Kevin. Always sex, isn't it? Always yes, sex. Trevor, it is always sex if you live in the real world. Not in your world, Trevor, where it's always being in a box, interfering with yourself. <laughs> Disgusting. Again, it was always sex. Is the winner on the... Is the winner on the... Who cares? Why is it always sex, Because the only thing there's any point in. Who's right. on the phone, Mark? <laughs> would have been uh, Nat in France. But, but she was so disgusted. Oh, no, is there someone else who's run the competition? Sure, Charlotte's maybe out. saying, bring it in, love. <laughs> Those French mobiles, they've got little legs. <laughs> oh, they go. They're a law under Keep themselves. Keep in your box, Trevor. Trevor. I'll wriggle if I want. Trevor. It's good sound if it's good radio. Listen to me Stop wriggle. writhing in your box. Oh, Charlotte, yeah. is this another potential winner? It's Nat's number. Oh, it's Nat's number. Trevor, hey, well, you've Nat's made number. a mockery of yeah. Terry Waite's suffering. <laughs> Trevor, is it you think that te what Terry Waite did was oh. funny in some way, yeah? And Brian Keenan. That was a cheap that publicity a stunt, what he did. <gasps> Trevor! You trying said the unsayable! There you are, said the unsayable! There are easier ways of trying to raise money for the Can Canterbury Cathedral oh Church Roof Fund. <laughs> on the BBC, the Queen's radio station. Oh, the cathedral just... roof's leaking again. What can we do to Trevor, raise money? I know what I'll do. Terry Waite was not trying to raise money for a cathedral roof. He was I don't negotiating know. the return of hostages. <laughs> was he? Yes, he was! And he himself, Aaron of Aaronis, became one. Well, and that's not a very good plan, is well, it? Let's train him to the radiator. Oh my God. See how he likes it. Turn Using the radiator it. on. Turn the radiator on. <laughs> Full blast! And we will burn you, Locke. Here's another poem from Luke. Trevor, oh Trevor, the little rotter kills rodents for happiness. His anecdotes are simply pure crappiness. He's subject to a challenge for he does mingle with girls on MySpace lingering his dinkle. Dirty little devil, Trevor Lock, capturing. Okay, we've got Natalie on the phone. I think she might have the right answer. Natalie, hello. Hi. Nat, you're in France, are you, dear? Yes, I live in France, yeah. You live there in France? Yeah, well, I've nice? just finished university and I've come back. You, you went to university, then you suddenly just up and went to France. Hold on, let me get this straight. You take the education of our great nation, <laughs> and then the first chance you get, you F off to France. <laughs> well, I graduated at Manchester, and then my parents live in France. So right, okay. I'm back. Okay, so you're stealing education. <laughs> right, so, uh, Natalie, how's it going out there in France? Are you having a nice time? Yeah, it's okay. It's good the weather's it to be a bit in rubbish, but it's it? all right. <laughs> Where do you live? Trevor, in Lyon. Trevor, you're in a box for a reason. You Stop live in Lyon. Shut up, Natalie. In, in Lyon. Natalie, so, I will ask you to ignore Trevor Locke. He's so, been punished. Do not respond when Trevor to Trevor. Had a go at Master is he still Sue? in his box? Trevor is in his box, yes he I is. I didn't have a go I at Master Sue. Yes, you did. Trevor tried to... Do you know, look, Natalie, I'll just tell you this, right? Trevor is one of the most vile racists since Eugene Terra Blanche. Trevor said, <laughs> Trevor said like, to Master Sue, he went, uh, he goes, oh, where are you from, Master Sue? Master Sue went, Singapore. He goes, have you got a British passport? No, he goes, where's your passport? He goes, I'm British, I'm from Singapore. Yeah, British Trevor, And Trevor, Trevor went, you're not British, you have got where's a British passport. Where's your passport? Show me your passport. I'd like to see how British you are. Okay, but in Grange Hill, what was on the end of the sausage? What was it, a fork? <laughs> Or a knife. If you're so British, you'll know what was on the end of the sausage. He didn't know though, Russ, did he? And then no, I he asked didn't. him to leave. You asked him to and leave. And has he? No, he's just stunk around and here he is now in the studio. Well, I'm actually his brain out. What's that, Natalie? I'm better at Tai Chi than uh, any of you because you have to be. Is it because you have to be quite calm? It's because you have to be to... quite camp. 
You have to be calm. Trevor's so camp. That you it... have to be calm to kill mice, don't you? Of course you do. You, you, you need, need a, a steady hand. Yeah. Please, Natalie, do not respond to Trevor. Lightning He's reflexes. For a reason. Keep away. Take his microphone away if you can't behave. Right, Natalie, uh, we believe you've won the uh, Sonic Enigma. Everyone get ready to create atmosphere. What is the correct answer to the Sonic Enigma? It is New Young Pony Club and the song's Ice Cream. Woo! Is that the right answer? By Jove, it is. Well oh done, Natalie. Oh, my Nat God, that's exciting. Oh, Yes. Praise be! <laughs> Praise be to Jesus! It's the right answer. Do you know what your prize is? Um, a t-shirt? No, it's, no, coming it's here. a challenge. If you're, if you're in France, it's a different prize. He's going to design a t-shirt. Where's that t-shirt you've designed? It's been designed. Design right? your top. I've designed Design it. Design the top, Trevor. <laughs> I've designed it. He's not designed the top. Natalie, if you're in France, how are you going to get over to the studio? Oh, well, I'll think I can manage it. You're coming next week for next Sunday. Uh, yeah. You wow. better. From another country. From another country. That first. will treat you like a goddess if you do that. <coughs> oh, Trevor won't, so. of course. Trevor will probably make light of your sufferings. <laughs> and probably say, oh, Emily Penker, stupid cow. She can do the washing up. Well, it's hardly a big deal, is it, to get here from France? Oh, God. <gasps> What's wrong with him? Trevor. What is wrong with him? Yeah. You are an iconic. Well, unless, unless you hitchhike here, Nat, I'm not impressed. Is there nothing? Can you do that? Do you reckon you could do, do that? Do not respond to him. I'll give it a go. Do not you, respond, she's going to give it a go. And if you do it, there'll be a donation Ignore made to your favourite charity. That right, okay. Okay. Natalie, I will ask you, do not respond to We've Trevor We've got Locke. chemistry. Don't, don't stand in the way of this. Though. Ignore him. Ignore him. Natalie, we'll say, don't try. Just, uh, just, right, let How me can tell she you what ignore Trevor looks like. staring her he in the face? He looks like Alan Bennett. Right, so, uh, <laughs> so uh, Natalie, you're coming next week. We look forward to meeting you. Jolly well done on the competition. Thank we, you. We will see you next week. Okay, what are we going to listen to now? I then? suppose we should listen to that Bye. song. Should we listen to it? Goodbye, Bye, Natalie. Natalie. Take care, darling. Hitchhike here, yeah? Okay, Trevor, be quiet. No more talking. We've had enough of you. Trevor, you should listen to this song on all fours. Get on all fours, This Trevor. is the new Young Pony Club. Who wants Get to ride me? on all fours. No Nobody. one wants to ride you, Nobody. Trevor. That's why you have to scurry around stealing other people's girlfriends like a rat in the night. Now get on all fours. You listen to Russell Brand on Six Music. Trevor's in a box. You alright in your box, Trev? Yeah, I'm very well. We put the lid back on because he was being arrogant. I've Trevor. got some information, Russ. Trevor, we don't... We do, <laughs> what? Alright, Trevor, make it brief. What is the information? That, uh book that we've been talking about the yeah. poetry book that's yes. available to buy from wednesday in edinburgh bookshops buy it in edinburgh bookshops me and trevor will be up in edinburgh soon i'll be doing a show and we're doing our we're doing some rehearsals for our sitcom up there go to uh, russellbrand.tv and have a look you can come and see us do all sorts of stuff we'll be doing this radio show from up in edinburgh then we're doing it at reading festival we're rehearsing our new tv show that's going to be on channel four called russell brand's got issues have a look at russellbrand.tv have a look at that fan size what is this sniggering that's going on over here <laughs> is that you Aplin? Sorry. Susie Aplin's in here. She's meant to be one of the most respected producers in television, but in actuality is a nerd. <laughs> Adi Adepatan is here with us. He's that bloke on that basketball thing in a wheelchair <laughs> doing that thing. He got dreadlocks. Are you all right, mate? <laughs> I'm all right, mate. Not bad. We're well, friends, aren't we, Admin? Yes. You, you come down West Ham with me, I'll yeah, go down West Ham yeah, with you. Yeah, you have your um, phone on at uh, important moments at West Ham. There was an embarrassing incident <laughs> when after uh, Ron Greenwood died, there was a, a silence. There was a minute's silence as there often is. Trevor Brooking came out and led what would, could only be described as an impeccably uh, observed minute silence, right? <laughs> Me and Addy at the front of uh, North Bank, formerly the North Bank Terrace, I don't know what it's called these days. Probably more, isn't it? Probably. Yeah. And then we were, like stood at the front there and uh, like, you know, I was just thinking, what, how beautiful, oh, <laughs> 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 On cue, right. on cue. Trevor, turn your phone on. <laughs> but it was worse, right? Because it was like, um, I was like, it was like right in this minute silence and I was thinking, God, isn't it beautiful? Like 34,000 people, all completely silenced, all joined. 
by a common respect for Ron Greenwood, who's recently died. Right, and as I was thinking that, it, like I had, I just got a new phone, so I still had the generic ring on it. Anyway. <laughs> Right out around the whole stadium. I was right at the front. I was wearing ridiculously tight jeans. I tried to get the phone out of my back pocket, and it was all just like, you know, so it looked like I was interfering myself. Why didn't you just for, just leave it? And just no, ignore it. No one would know. Because then it did it. It did two whole rounds of. No, because we were all pointing at Russell, actually. Yeah, they were pointing, making it. Mate. Him and his mate just laughing no their heads off. Oh, it was awful. It was so embarrassing, the whole event. So, um, hold on, a few more poems here. This one's from uh, Taper Jean Girl. Uh, mousy, mousy, in your hair, pooing and weeing everywhere. But then one day he ran away to twirl and dance and do ballet. And now his claws are not there to tame your hairs, become a crazy mane. Lots of love from Annie and Leeds. Thank you, Annie. And this one's from Hannah Matthews. Russell, Russell, Russell with your ball bag, so delightful. <laughs> Trevor, Trevor, Trevor with your fudgery and tutu. Matt, Matt, Matt with your t-shirts and your dancing. We like the radio show because it's filled with these mad things. Nice one, Hannah. Lovely poem. Hi, Russ. Here's my poem. Sometimes poems don't rhyme, like the ones written by John the Baptist. Here's my poem. <laughs> Leave Trevor alone. Now he has no home. He'd be sad. You'd be glad. Justice been done. Homeless of one. Trev's paid for his crime. Done his time. Let him out of the box, you swine. I love Trevor Lachlan in Liverpool. Mm, Trevor, nasty. there's some support there, darling. You're right in your box. Oh, he's gone quite good. I like it when he goes quite. It's lovely. Scary. It's much better, I think. Matt always looks in as if he might have genuinely died. But <laughs> if he's honestly, gone all stiff like a hamster. I would hamster. bury him in that box. If he was, let's dig him up and see what he's like. I'd just like to see maggots crawling out of Trevor Lock's skull. <laughs> it would cheer me up no end. So anyway, Addy, uh, it's good to have you on the show. Now tell us about this thing that happened the other night, even though it is a little bit depressing. I'll try and <laughs> keep the mood upbeat. Yes, uh, the other night. I knew it was all going to go wrong from the start because well, what we doing? I turned up to a party a week early. Yeah. Right? Well, that's was, ridiculous. Yeah, it was. It was I mean, I know. like enthusiasm. Yeah. But, but, you know, I was, uh, I was confused about the date and I got there early and I phoned up. There was no one who was supposed to be at the party there. Right. And um, my friend said to me, you're, you're here a week early. The party's actually next week, Friday. So I thought... All right, I'll continue the party. Don't on be my a own. week early no, for a party. No, it's no ridiculous. good. It's no good. You're, just arrive, you're just ride on as, time. You're like just Black seen Box a, used to say. <laughs> you're seen as a lonely fool. Of course you times. are. But no, I, I arrived at this party and I thought, well, I'll continue if there's no one going to be there. So I phoned up a friend of mine and said, let's go into town. Yeah. So we took a stroll into town and we went to a certain club. Am I allowed to mention? Yes, it? you are. I think it's called oh, yeah. Road Fever. Uh, you like you and your mate are in wheelchairs. Yeah, we are both in wheelchairs. What's right? the name of it? Modiva. Modiva is the club. It's on our Gulf Street in London, near the Palladium. Modiva. That yeah. club, yeah, that one, Modiva. But anyway, we arrived there and... Um, what, Modiva? The yeah. club in Modiva? <laughs> Modiva. What happened, what happened next to Modiva, Eddie? <laughs> well... Uh, I've been to this club a few times. Yeah, I've been there before. A yeah. bit stuck up. Yeah, it was slightly stuck up. But generally, the staff were pretty nice to me. Right. There's a few stairs, a few um, stair issues. So but the people they are helpful. Yeah, but the people were helpful and mm. I've had no problems. But this time, I turned up and... I was. I received the frosty reception. Frosty. It was frosty. The last thing you need is a frosty yes. reception. Unless and, and it's it from Tony great. the Tiger. <laughs> oh, they're not great. They're not great. It was prejudiced. <laughs> it was. It was. They, they, immediately, I saw this look upon the guys' faces, and I knew. What's this? The bouncer. Yeah, the what bouncer. What did he look like? Well, he was. Hold on. Um, let me take a guess. White, skinhead. Well, sort of. Yeah, he was uh, kind of like. Right, said Fred, sort of right, okay. <laughs> bald-headed geezer-looking. Right, but um, anyway, he, he gave me a little bit of a dodgy look, and yeah. I said to him, um, yeah, can I come in? This is the the entrance we usually use. It's yeah. uh, a normal way of getting into this club. And he said, uh, looked at us, thought about it, and it was quite quick for someone who I 
consider a Luddite. But anyway, <laughs> um, he, he said, he's probably scared by the chair. <laughs> yeah. Those wheels! Oh my God, they move! <laughs> and he said, um, he said, no, um, this is membership only tonight. And I was like, what? Mm, and it's not normally membership only. And um, I said, but have you changed your policies and stuff? He said, no. And I was a little bit cross right. and um, said to him, why well, I don't believe you and I disagreed with him and decided to push off. And then he said, yeah, that's right. Clear off, you effing cripples. Clear off, you effing cripples, said the doorman at the Modiva. Yes. Modiva, was it? Modiva, yes. said, the doorman said, they employ people there that say F off, you effing cripples at yeah. Modiva, yeah. London, Modiva. Yeah. wonder what their email address is. I wonder what happens if you Google Modiva and send them an email because they say F off, you effing cripples. Exactly. To and national heroes, Adia Devatar, an MBE, member of the basketball team, got us in the blooming Olympic Games, went over to Singapore. <laughs> Pitch my skin! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he said... Uh, F off, you effing cripples. Then what happened? Well, you know, I'm I'm usually a man of calm nature. You, you know? are. It, it, relaxed. Yeah, I'm relaxed. It does. It, I, it takes. So when you're womanising, then you're overbearing. <laughs> 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 Says Russell Brand. Now, come on! Don't believe everything you read in the papers yes. or police documents. Uh, I learned everything from you, my friend. <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, I was um, a little bit miffed. And oh, I, you, you know, should be miffed. Yeah, That's I, a terrible I, thing to say. I, I took a dim view and turned <laughs> round and I went out to him and said, um, you can't say that. I said to him, this is just ridiculous. We, we, could you tell me what you said again? And he was just, he looked at me and said, you effing cripple. <gasps> right? In this day and age, yeah. 2006, the doorman of Modiva, yeah. London Argo Street, Google Ardiva, Modiva, send emails to Modiva, said what? So, F off you effing cripple. So I got slightly angry pushed forward towards him. Suddenly these other bounce, these other bouncer friends held me back. Um, I laughed because I thought this is silly, you know, yeah. but then he said to me, You'd have a chance if you had effing legs. Oh dear! Uh, if you had effing legs at yeah. Maldiva, the dormant on Maldiva. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yes. Disgusting. Unbelievable. Illegal, I think, probably. So probably illegal to say that. Ruined my whole night. What ruined your I night? Was totally Did he actually front up? To yeah, he fight? front up and, and he, he was looking me in the eye and you could see the pleasure oh, at the comment. He could nasty. see he could see that he was so happy that I was angry. And the, the angrier I got, the happier he got. And he, he absolutely weird. loved it. That's like a sexual perversion. Yeah. But you are quite odd because you're like basketball and you're quite healthy. It must be a disadvantage that you're sat down, but your punch must still be quite odd. Well, I think if it came down to it, I would have won. I think you could take him, Matty. <laughs> no, no, I, I felt that, but I, I just thought, I mean, what what was going through this guy's brain? I remember you said, well, probably sort of mush, primeval things, <laughs> I would imagine, or probably drugs. I don't know. Perhaps it's okay to take drugs if you're a doorman at Moldiva, because their employment policy at Moldiva seems a bit odd. Argyle Street, London, Moldiva, seems a bit odd. Google it. Send, I think people should send emails to Moldiva. So you'd recognise this bloke? Yeah, obviously. of course I'd recognise him. Standard I think we'd all recognise him as the kind of grunting Neanderthal that we're all familiar with, dragging this country back into the Stone Age with their prejudice, ignorance and... And hatred mate you said you've not heard anything said that to you like since you've been sort of at school and that was like in uh, i don't know how old you are i presume it was in the 80s it was in the 80s it was in the 80s when the... racism was then good clean fun another yeah. kind of prejudices was, was standard acceptable procedure. Standard. Standard. we were into it then back then yeah, it's all right on. we all liked it but now it's out of date man you gotta move on <laughs> you gotta move on Come dog on, man have some new prejudices against asylum seekers or something <laughs> have an acceptable prejudice yeah it's the 21st century century prejudices okay so well we'll be very interested in your views but mostly if you're going to send an email send it to Moldiva okay um <laughs> and yeah let's see let, let them know what you think of that sort of behavior should we listen to a little bit of music what are we gonna have May Morg? 
Uh, I think we're going to have the 80s Matchbox Beeline disaster. That is going to be great. Is it nice when Trevor actually shuts up? It's lovely, <laughs> isn't it? Quiet. Oh, it's dormant in here. It's lovely. We should put the dormant in the box as well. We should put that dormant in a wooden box, man. Someone should carve him up. No incitement to violence on the radio. Hello. I would consider it an act of loyalty if anyone who's a friend of this show was to throw acid onto his face or car. No, uh, that's joking. Hey, I'm only joking. Have only joking. Not that like, sort of acid, anyway. No, no, only joking. Like that doorman was joking at Moldiva. Okay, then, so let's listen to this Throw an egg track. At him. Throw an egg at him with some acid in here. <laughs> oh, listen, I make no apologies for not liking people who prejudicially say, F off you, effing cripple. You wouldn't be, you'd be out front up to me if you had effing legs. I think, do you know what I mean? Blimey, you're out on your own then, mate. You've ostracised yourself. You've ostracised yourself from the rules of society. He yeah. should lose his legs, that man. <laughs> Matt Morgan. <laughs> I like your style, man. Instant karma's gonna get you. Well, okay, on, okay. Let's, um, let's have a listen to some music now and then contemplate the legal issues <laughs> that we've just raised in the last thing. Six music. Right, so uh, listen to Russell Brand. Trevor, stop moving your mic. What's wrong with you? Um, in a box. <laughs> in a nice to be in a box. box. Sighting. Nice says, look at this though. Someone says, before I start, Trevor, stop messing with your microphone. Leave it alone, Trevor. Before I start, I feel Locke should be freed. I wouldn't want him to become a martyr. Keep up the good work. And here is a poem. It's a really good poem, but it's quite long, actually. So we might read it in a little bit. But yeah, perhaps we've made a martyr of Cocky Locky, have we? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think anyone's so. going to sympathise with Not this. when it's been described as having a musky scent now, his box. Yeah, people are saying that it's box stinks. Well, if you smell cardboard, cardboard is a bit musty. Stink no, in there, mate. The smell me, of mate. your back. I smell like a daisy. Also, a lot of people are saying that Trevor was the doorman at Modiva. Mate, that's unacceptable, prejudiced, hateful remarks to Adia Depatard. A lot of people are saying that was Trevor. Certainly, it was one of Trevor's mouthpieces <laughs> that work for him spreading his vile crimes here is an email i think it's to charlotte your surname's guzzin isn't it charlotte oh sorry about that for revealing that watch your my dear because this person we just don't know this person's name that means watch my dear boys my mother's a wheelchair user and enjoys going to gigs she has been known to dismantle her wheelchair and hit people with the removable arms when they express discriminatory behavior towards her i would not condone her behavior but they never do it again that person's got more legal sense than us <laughs> yeah. i met bothered to do a disclaimer in their email, I would not condone that. Matt, with that person just to lose their legs. That's it. Amazing. No, I'm saying professional broadcasters that was a philosophical on the BBC. Comment. You said throw acid. You said throw acid. He loves. He's lovely when he gets angry with me. He jabs his little finger out of me. His little face goes. All I don't red. get angry anymore. I use your energy against you. You're using my energy. Since we've had I Master see. Sue, we know how to use our anger properly, don't we? Look at Trevor. Even Trevor can turn being imprisoned into a box. In a, to a sexual experience. He's sitting there like Tony Montana. See that pelican fly! See that pelican fly! He loves it in the jacuzzi, bless him. Come in, who wants to join me in the box? Who wants to join? Oh, come Does on, let's celebrate the box. Kieran, no one Kieran wants here, to get in. The show. get in the box with Trev. Come on, Kieran. Might as well. Oh, let's have, let's oh, have, oh, it's, why it's, don't you Take your shoes off first. Trev, you can't have house rules for your box. He shouldn't be allowed visitors. It's like the door policy at Modiva trying to get in that box. Stay away from it, Kieran. You've got long hair. You can you get in. in. You want to come down? Helena, in? you can get in the box as well. Oh, there's all sorts of come people on, in that on, box. Typical of it. Trevor. Trevor, you've that is meant to be a punishment. That box. You should not be accepting guests. Okay. 
Scotty. Right, once everyone's snug in their oh, box, Matt Morgan will do his world-famous cultural review where he reviews a little bit of culture. Did you make a jingle, Matt, for your cultural review? That is the sound of people getting into a Didn't box. did you Don't make worry. one? Uh, I can't remember. No, no, we didn't make one. Okay. Don't need one. Hold on, let's make a jingle for it now. I'm Matt Morgan reviewing culture. It seems a bit odd. When I've had no education, don't understand the situation, and culture to me is anathema. Go on, then that do. No education. Well, you've had a bit of one. It weren't very good, though. You weren't concentrating. I was. Well, go on, then tell us a fact, then, about art or something. An interesting fact. Well, about Henry Moore, or I don't know, or okay. about um, that bloke who... Renny Deschamp. Marcel Duchamp. No. I've done nothing about it. Rennie Duchamp? Marcel Duchamp. I don't know what they're all called. What? Russell thinks that Rennie's, the indigestion tablets, are called Rennie's. Like they're from Hello Hello. Get me some Rennie's! Get me a Rennie. I have un condition gastrique. Matt, do your cultural review. That's kind of funny. Do your cultural review, mate. Okay. Right, what did you do? never set up properly. You just yell at me to do it, and then you well, tear you it want? to pieces. <laughs> all right, be... all right, I'll be generous. Matt, you and I have been friends a long time. I respect you both professionally as an artist and as a fellow broadcaster, and most of all as a friend. Yeah, this is making me feel sick. Yeah, well, you can't do your culture. You can't do it both ways, you little tit. I went to, <laughs> <laughs> I went to the BBC proms. You went to the proms? The what was that like? What, last Hall. night of the proms, all them flags? Last the, night. Well, the last night is the last night of it. Look at Trevor. What's the difference? Look at him this is my culture box. of you. Shut up! He's got pals. Fair <laughs> <laughs> photo of that of him in his box with people. He's pimped his box, isn't he, G? We should get Tim Westwood on the phone. I love that man. I love him too. It's brilliant, isn't he? Go on, all right, yeah, so you went so to the last night of the proms. At the Royal Albert Hall, which I've never been to. It's amazing in there. I've been there. I've performed there. With I know Richard you did. Vase. I've done some stand-up in there. We're, we're on the... Not the stage. Like in the stage or on the centre bit? Stage. It was a stage at one end, right? Yeah, it's right. like being inside a great big coliseum it's or a amazing, cake. isn't it? Yeah, amazing. Um, it's really good, actually. It's like, uh, I've noticed a few things, because after I went to the opera, yeah. right, and it's a similar crowd, it yeah. smells of imperial leather. Imperial leather, the soap? Mm. Other soaps are Because it's old people <laughs> who've gone out for the night. Yeah. And made an effort. And <laughs> so they've scrubbed themselves with Imperial Leather. They've scrubbed themselves. And where, where else have you noticed this? Imper Imperial Leather used to have a really sexy advert when we were kids. Do you remember? Yeah. Imperial Leather. Her only comfort in life. And then that woman washed her knockers. What about Camay, the Camay one where she had to use two different soaps? Trevor, you pervert! Get to bed! You're too far from the mic. Stay in your box. To, Actually, guess to what? be just, relevant. I just, yeah, you're irrelevant that far from the mic. Do you know what? One time, right, when I was a kid, the lady over the road, Josie, her, uh, pl her plumbing failed, right? So obviously a plumber didn't descend through the roof like in Trevor's loopy world. She, uh, so she had to come over to our house to have a bath. And I was only about six years old, but I heard my mum on the phone going, going yeah, of course you come over and use our bath. Right? I thought, oh, Josie, I really liked her. She had big knockers. Oh. Right? Uh, so like, I was only about six, but I go, Right, I took all my Star Wars figures and that into the bathroom before knowing she was come over. I set up camp, started playing. Oh, I'm playing Star Wars in the bathroom. Play. My mum comes over with Josie and goes, Russell, you have to get out of there. Josie's having her bath now, so you'll have to. Trevor, leave the Stop microphone it. alone, Trevor. Really I'm in loud. the middle of an anecdote. Move your head close to the mic, for God's sake. Mum goes, uh, my mum goes, Russell, we'll have to get out of the bathroom now because Josie's come over to uh, to have a bath. And Josie goes, Oh, it's all right. He don't mind. He's only six. Leave him in here. You fools! I know, I know exactly what I'm doing, right? She was in there in the bath, all of her big knockers, oh. washing herself and that. It's brilliant! She was the woman from over the road, and I properly fancied her. Later in life, I wrote pornographic stories myself about Josie, right? And amended her holiday Does she know, photos. she going to be listening to this? This will be the first time she learns of it, I think. And I amended her holiday photos of her in a bikini once, which was saw sort of tangerine in colour, almost the same colour as her skin, drew nipples on it, so I could use it as a pornographic device. That's my life! <laughs>
wrote me so, own porn. There so I anyway, am at the proms. There was Matt at the proms in Helper Oh. <laughs> It's weird, I had similar things happen to me when I was young. It's was, good, isn't it, to be young I'm and looking up that. girls' skirts when you're at primary school. Oh. It's just so Oh, amazing. no, I mean, that's wrong. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> when I was at primary Terribly school. Terribly wrong. I was at primary school too. Yeah, well, we I were primary school children. <laughs> Matthew, that's oh, no, double okay. wrong. Can you imagine the jokes that went from Yes, there? come on. Let's leave it. Come right, on, okay. Things I observed, apart from the imperial leather thing, they have like a mosh pit bit. A mosh pit? People, they're the proms? Yeah, well they, well, they don't mosh, but it looks like Do they like stage it. dive? Do they zimmer off the edge of the stage? It looks like that. They're all sort of like crowded up to the barrier. What are they doing all crunched up, stinking of soap? We're all sitting in the chairs, but down the bottom they all stand, and it's, it's like a little slow motion, normal What, they sway? No. Ah, good. Mosh Keep still. What about when they open the piano lid? Did you, hear, did you get that bit? What? <laughs> <laughs> the piano lid? Why is that yeah. a prominent bit of the proms? Why would you care the about people, someone having the piano lid? Down there, they're the hardcore people. They're the, the, the hardcore? <laughs> well, like the Hell's Angels at Altamont. They're going to stab someone. Oh, crying out loud. Do you know what promenade means? In French, it means to walk, to stand. Oh, for crying out loud. Don't even speak so, French with your rudimentary, <laughs> comprehensive education. So they're, they're standing. They're in the standing area. Oh, no, no. And then at a certain point, the piano comes out, sometimes if it's a piano piece, and they lift what, up on the its lid. Yeah. And then they all go. Heave! You're joking! And then, and then the lift goes up and then they go, Ho! Oh. I hate it! Yeah, that I hate the sound that, of that! Yeah. There was a bit where everyone shouted yeah. something. Yeah. Trevor, you do that! Heave! Ho! When it all at the proms, it means promenade in France. I wish you were in France, Trevor, in your box! Yeah. Right. There was this, they did, what happens they? is there's so many weird Rituals things that happen. Rituals, yeah. Sounds horrible! Sometimes the music stops and everyone claps, right? Yeah. But I never knew when that was meant to happen. Or the other thing that happens is they cough. Who coughs? Like, the music stops and then everyone sort of, who's been holding in a cough. Does their cough And they're thing? old people, so they're like proper hacking up phlegm. Go, oh. The whole of the Royal Albert Hall just suddenly, there's a Coughing. moment of silence and then it goes, <laughs> <laughs> like that. Oh. It's ridiculous. That's disgusting. I'll just tell you this, Queen, I'm quickly reminded of, right? I used to go to the state cinema in Grey's, oldest cinema in Europe, right? And there was an organ, like, that used to come up through the floor. And before the film, a man would play an organ. It was all brightly coloured and luminous, a bit like a world that's a jukebox, right? And I was there once, I think it was to watch Indiana Jones, one of them films. The organ bloke came up through the floor. And it's quite a big cinema of great seating, probably maybe a thousand people in there. The bloke came up through the floor and he's, like, had long hair and a long beard, right? And, like, as he came up, playing the, he was playing, the, playing that uh, piano thing, all dead, got excited. Playing the organ, looking round, all pleased with himself, long beard, long hair, and someone a couple of rows in front went, You look like Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> sort of angry that he looked like Jesus. It really made me laugh. So he didn't really offer Did an the opinion. Man react? He just kind of sort of smiled and winked as if that was part of it. Some people went, but I thought that's a funny thing to say, so, isn't it? You look like Jesus. Aggressively. You look like Jesus! Aggressively, though. Without a judgement. Weird. Go on then, mate. So back at, back at these yeah. proms, all these rituals and customs. Oh, actually, when I was outside, because uh, I got there a little bit late, and I went to this uh, person, I was queuing up to talk to the lady who worked there and yeah. say, oh, where's the press passes? Where will I go? And this sort of fat bloke pushed in front of me. <laughs> oh, sort of fat Because it's no, funny later in the story. Yeah, well, relevant detail. But it's good to know that he was a bit fat. Corpulent, <laughs> porky, he pushed in front, anyway, he pushed in front of me. Fridges. And he went, excuse me, um, 
I've got two tickets, but my friend's got flu. Like that. He goes, what do I do? And she went, well, you can go in on your own or you can try and give them to other people. He goes, well, That I'm is all... not an administrative uh, error that the Royal Albert Hall should no. be. That's a personal like problem. That. And I, That's I was... like going, oh, when I was a boy, I was bullied. Well, all right, enjoy the show. Yeah, so it was pointless that he asked that and he was pushing in. And then he had other questions. Well, where would I, if I went in on my own, would I, could I? And it's just, like, it just doesn't idiot. matter. Why does this person not know so the I, answer? So I pushed in and said, excuse me, I'm in a rush. You Where's pushed the... in past well, old well, fatty, back did you? In. Yeah, and then I said, I, I need the press ticket. She said, go down there. So I stormed off. Stormed? I didn't realise he was following me. Why would he be following me? How can he keep up with you if he's so fat? Well, I wasn't running. And he's got flu. And he's got flu. <laughs> His friend's got friends flu. Got yeah, but he probably caught it. He's in that person's immediate area. Anyway, it was really embarrassing. Incubation I went, incubation friend's got flu. What do you want? A flipping cuddle, you, you think, fat idiot. Like you didn't that. say you flipping said. and you didn't say idiot. So Matt goes, what? Hold on, Matt stormed said, off too and said to himself, say it again and imagine what he really meant by flipping and, and uh, idiot. Go on. I said, uh, my friend's got flu. What do you want? A flipping cuddle? You, you flipping idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say that to Because me? I was angry and I was, I was sort of like talking to the girl I was with, my ex-girlfriend who I went with. Yeah. Uh, anyway. And that bloke was there and he heard? It was behind me and he goes, oh, I've got two tickets if you want spares. Like that. And I've just said that. <laughs> you so insulted I, him and he offered I you know, that? But he didn't, I don't think he heard it. It was just Sounds embarrassingly like close. And I turned around and went, that is all right, thank you. Like that. Why was he offering you these two tickets just because you went, you I flipping idiot? That was embarrassing. And then he was behind us all the way along. Was he? That. Yeah. He's like a holiday enemy on a holiday plane that you yeah. keep seeing again. I liked game. him after that. I felt sorry for him. He lived for, them, anyway. After, <laughs> they lived together. Matt um, six washing his belly in Imperial leather. <laughs> when I was in there, I kept because it goes quiet, mm. and I started to get the giggles. You know that church thing? Oh, yeah, church not giggles. Laugh. Because uh, also this old man did an involuntary burp. <laughs> it was like yeah. everything went quiet. Everyone clapped, and then he went. <laughs> like he couldn't help it. Yeah, and he looks like a tragic. It's like a horrible waiting room for death. I know. No, it's not. They weren't all old. Anyway, it, the, when the burp came out, he sort of looked at it. He looked at the bird. He visibly looked, looked, he watched looked at it. It's all come out as if it was like a dog that had ran through his house. <laughs> Just went, <laughs> like, oh, there off. goes that burp again with a toilet roll in its gob, a string of sausages. And then I couldn't stop laughing about that. And every time it went quiet, I'd look at him and he was still looking puzzled. Them proms must be ridiculous because every time the classical music stops, you hear <coughs> cough, cough, burp. <laughs> Yeah. Just giggle, cough, burp, laugh. The thud of a corpse. Ridiculous. <laughs> and then people go, heave, ho. Oh, well, no, but it's good, and I would recommend everyone to go. Really? You recommend people go to? It's it's weird. Good. It's, it's a good, good experience for us. Music's I'd good. I'd get bored. You wouldn't. Wouldn't I? He would no, get bored. Would I? Bored? Uh, if you start giggling. How long does it go on for? Two hours. <laughs> You're joking, mate. It's Two hours of coffee. Him. How uncultured. Look You're at him. You're joking, mate. Two hours. You stick that up your kyber, mate. What? Because if you think I'm getting mugged off down here, I'll put all wholesome. Oh, that's really easy to swear, isn't it? Okay. So, um, right. That's the cultural review. It's happened. Hey, Lovely. Hey, Woo, yeah, Matt. Hey. You've, I like how your cultural review always ends with, so I, you know, I'd really recommend it. I've just essentially <laughs> list why things are absolute rubbish. I also like the way I applauded it. Yeah, good to uh, could applaud your own cultural review. What are the bits in between the actual event? He hasn't mentioned anything about what he saw. He's not exactly can't like remember what music boring, it was. Probably. It was classical. No, classical music, right. It never it's got bombastic cares. enough. It was all a bit... Mm. <laughs> what yeah. do you want? Wagner, do you want to stand on a roof nude, listen to Charge of the Valkyries? Yeah. Stand I outside Maldiva shouting hateful I slogans. that song with the cannons. Yeah, yeah, 1812. That's to advertise cheese, ain't it? Right, so uh, what's the uh, what we've got to do then, Mark? We've got another tune. Uh, oh, we're, we're going to have a tune. G. We've got Mr. G, because we're out of as well. Regina Spectre, your honour. 
That sounds yeah. Regina sounds like a plea offered by Trevor Locke. Regina Spectre. I was just inspecting it, Your Honour. Kind oh, of thing Trevor says in court. Come on. Let's, let's listen to please, some music. Please, can we have the, the strokes? Trevor, I hope you have a stroke. I'd like <laughs> to see you spazzing that. out in that oh, box. Cool you can't say. say that. Can't I? Yeah. All oh, right, I'll take it back. Sorry, I didn't mean to offend anyone. I'm right, smacking about you. Now I'm a good person. No, I've heard. Let's have the strokes. Well, it's in the list. You've got to do... All right, let's do the strokes then. Yeah, because we ain't got long. Let's do the strokes. Matt, try and work that computer. It's part of your job. No, Come no, on. To... We're finished with the strokes. You can have Regina. Regina? So have we it. don't want that. Love me or leave me. Bam. No, that'd be bad mood. Sp the sp strokes. Come on, put strokes Regina. on. It'd be a laugh. This is such professional so, radio. Hey, don't matter. People like stuff like this. It's a little bit... Let's talk to Master Sue. So, Master Sue, how can people listen to this show use Tai Chi methods to make their lives better? <laughs> what about that keeping that glowing ball in the centre of your gut? I like that. Yes, that's a very good one. That's called the Dantian. Yeah, keep concentrating on your Dantian and you'll be able to see and do everything without actually doing it. What, you'll be able to move outside of time just by concentrating on your yes, inner, inner you voice? Yes, you into a different space of time. Perfect. But where that's is the Dantian? Four fingers down. below the four belly button. Four fingers below the belly button. When Trevor goes four <laughs> fingers below his belly button, it normally means he's having a lovely evening. <laughs> Okay, so right. Okay, so we have the strokes on. Then we're gonna. Then Mr. G is gonna judge the poetry competition, and do his poem. Then another show will be over. I'm off up to Berry to go to the junkie place I used to go to give you a speech. Berry, focus. Berry St. Edmunds. Go to Focus Twelve. I've got to give a speech to all oh, the um, junkies and that. What a comedy speech or a serious one? <laughs> well, it'd be quite funny, wouldn't it? They'll all be twitching and clucking. <laughs> <laughs> you poor sods here. <laughs> go and have a boot. Cop hold of that. Drugs are bad. Mr. G's here, you're going to judge the poetry winners and uh, they're all going to get that book. What's that book called, Trev? That Which Is Not Said, and it's an it? aid of that charity that helps the homeless Shelter, people. It's it? called, no, Crisis, this crisis. one. Crisis, oh, yeah. all those charities are dead good, this one's for, for Crisis, other charities are available. So, uh, right, there's loads of, loads of comedians in there doing different poems and that. It's really good. Trevor's been liberated from his box now, we didn't want to make a, a martyr out of him. Why also. don't you go to this www look at you.info and then you can get that book you can buy it buy it yourself okay yeah. oh you're you can get in it up in edinburgh i'm in that book trev's yeah. in that book loads of really great comedians in there what from reading it that bloke that was tim key they were well funny this one tim key is a remarkable poet isn't he really funny. very funny um so um hold on a second oh yeah um simon who like uh, they changed my poem one word because obviously there were incendiary references in there and they tra <laughs> they changed one of the words and didn't tell me about it they changed the word to columbine from another sort of an, a british reference and i think maybe perhaps it was a sensible thing to do but i just you know me i'm a, like a, a Obsessed with things, so I've like went. Well, why, there's been a change made. That's why you ripped the book up. That's why I ripped it up. Yeah, and burnt that's it. Exactly, yeah. I burnt it. Yes, it's yeah. the only way people will learn. Right, so now I didn't get that book. It'll be right good. Look right. at you. Info. Look at you. Info. Trevor, you ramble. Oh, right, you two pluggers. All right. It's oh yeah. Hold on, Addy's got to plug something quickly. Plug something, Addy. Plug my show. It's, um, it's plug my show. Yes. They can't tell everyone to yeah. plug it. You yeah. plug it it's yourself. Called Desperados. It'll be out next year. In Desperados January. out next um, year in January, starring Addy. Yes, yes. It's about junior wheelchair basketball team. That geezer from. Vida probably won't watch it because there'll be a load of effing cripples in it. <laughs> he won't watch them effing cripples. <laughs> That's a, he's against those sort of shows. Okay, G, so uh, what, what order are you going to tell uh, us the winners the or the poem first? Do the poem, then the winners. Poem, then right. winners. This is cool. Mr. G's poem. Okay. Let's be ready to create different kinds of atmosphere. I've spent many a different night in many different places, looked into different mirrors and traced the lines of a stranger's face. It's a quest for any artist to reflect on where their start is, searching to find that state of mind for home is where the heart is. Home. It's where we grew up as a child. For Trevor, it was a plumber's death trap where animals got defiled. And like a scene from Green Mild, before he was set free into the wild, Russell's hair was the lair of Elvis the Mouse, who, yeah! 
<laughs> wore rhinestones with style. Uh-huh. But now Cocky Lockie's in a box while Matt sits back and watches and I think that he and Russell envy Trevor's Tai Chi which Master Sue believes is top of tops. That's no. why the girls now flocks to present the key to Cocky's lock. They set him free to <laughs> reach for a tree. And if you ask me, it's a load of blatant plagiarism which is better than blatant prejudice. Okay, yes. The winners who are going to put me out of a job, definitely. We have got Daniel Botel, we've got Taper Jean Girl, and we've got James Wilson, who wrote fantastic poems, and we'll put them up on the website. Thank you. Well done, everybody. Thank you very much. You lot all win a copy of that fantastic book. Thank you, everyone, that came to the show. Well done, competition winners. Matt Morgan, great cultural review. Well done, you, Cocky Trevor Locker. You're better out of your box. Thank you. I am very glad to be glad out of Glad you're box. out of your box. Have a look at russellbrand.tv to learn about what gigs we're doing and where we're going to be touring the country, because you could turn up on our radio show. You could be a star of the show. You could come on the show with us. It'd be brilliant. Wanna try? Okay, well, it's time for us to go. Next up is Regina Spectre. You're on a We love you. Boy, I love you. Boy, boy. Six music.